3: Oh, yes, it is. We are coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. Broadcasting from the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in sunny Hollywood, Florida. Fox Across America. Bringing the radio storm down here to the Patriot Awards. And it is a wild one so far. Big show. stacking the deck. It's a who's who of box people who need to work off their gambling debts. You're going to hear from all kinds of folks that you recognize on TV and radio that might have taken a few wrong turns on the roulette wheel. We'll also hear from your fine self at 888-788-9910. You know the rules on this show. doesn't matter where we do it or who we do it with. You can be a Republican. You can be a Democrat. All we ask is that you don't be a <laughs> Happy Thursday. From the Patriot Awards, and I'm, uh, I'm a little winded today. i got to be honest, your radio buddy, they got me hustling. I did uh, a 4.50 a.m. TV hit with Fox & Friends, then a 6.50 with Fox & Friends first. Then they made me go get Kilmeade's dry cleaning done, and then I was on with Dan Bongino, and then I was on Kilmeade's show, then I was just on with Harris Faulkner, then I was on with Tommy Laren. Now I'm warming up the Patriot Awards tonight, and then I will be on with the great Sean Hannity to close this thing out. It's a banner day for me. Uh, it is also some type of a... Uh, outgoing day for a woman by the name of nancy pelosi i don't know if you've been following the story but while i was running across the casino we got a little breaking news involving the house speaker
4: nancy pelosi is a total dingbat
3: is she ever uh but with republicans now officially winning back control of the house in the next congress uh, apparently pelosi is stepping down from her leadership position
5: get her out get her
3: Okay, this is, when you talk about this tenure, you're talking about 35 years in Congress, 19 of them, as the head of the House Democratic Caucus. Uh, She's passed all kinds of legislation. Uh, She's gotten her husband out of a couple of DUIs. I mean, this is an accomplished woman. This is a woman that gets things done. Uh, But I find this such a fascinating moment in our country because we've got two things happening. The midterms are kind of ending, like they're kind of getting the votes counted now. It's amazing that Las Vegas can count cards in one hand of blackjack, but can't count votes in a 10 day period. It's kind of stunning what we're actually watching. But reality is, as we get on the air right now to do this show, You've got Pelosi on the way out. You've got a Republican Congress on the way in. And, yes, you've got Trump getting back on the campaign trail. It is a veritable political food fight. There's never been a more fascinating time to do talk radio. You know how they say in horse racing, uh, you've got to be a mutter if you want to make it big. You've know, you got to be willing to run on a sloppy track. I don't think there's ever been a sloppier track than the one we're actually running on right now. Like, it's straight madness. And I enjoy it. I enjoy flying into the storm. But for your own money, as you listen to this, we're all kind of going through this weird political birth canal right now in that the whole world, everything before our eyes is new again. Okay, House leadership, new. The face of the Democratic Party, new. All to be clear, it had already been new under Pelosi three times because, you know, she's been no stranger to the old surgical scalp and knife. (laughs) What would you
6: do with the brain if you had one? Oh, was
3: that a cheap shot? Shut up. I don't have to take that. But she uh, is on the way out. And uh, it's fascinating to watch her go. It's fascinating to watch McCarthy come in. It's fascinating to watch this Republican race take shape. So it's going to be, for all intents and purposes, a really funny ride. Like, for the rest of the fall and into the early spring. And uh, everybody that's taken it with us, just buckle up. You know, we're going to have a lot of brawls about the politics. Who's going to get the old nomination in the Republican Party? But let me give you some of this sound right now. Because a lot went on. Uh, While I was running around the casino, basically what happened, guys, is Fox booked all of my TV hits as far apart as possible because they're trying to make me start jogging. They want me to get a workout regimen going, so they're like, maybe, maybe if we just book his hits like a quarter of a mile apart, the guy will start getting a jogging regimen in. I think that's what's going on right now. Uh, But while I was running around, I was looking at TV monitors, some of which I was on, some of which I was not on. And uh, things were set. Things were set in the political age. And uh, I'm going to cover all of them because that's what we do on the show. We don't just kill time till I find them on the sound sheet. We actually we play them. We talk about them. Hi. One thing you've got to remember, too, is I'm broadcasting live, there's a lot of people staring at me with cameras on right now. Can we just acknowledge that the Patriot Awards are actually a zoo, and they just let you into our natural habitat, and you can all wave at us and pet us and feed us? Does that mean like a regular zoo I can go to bed right now like the bear always does? I'm just going to lie on a rock for the next hour and a half, like the zoo that we happen to be in. But it's fascinating, because I'm down here in the Fox News Zoo, and we're hanging out, and uh, everything's going on. I don't even know where to start. You know what we're going to do? We're going to regroup. I've got to kiss and cry, take a couple of selfies. We've got some fist bump in the dew. There's things going on. I, I see a lone shark here because I got into a little trouble at the Blackjack table. I'm not proud, folks. It's a long season. Nobody goes undefeated. But we will take that season on when we come back right here on the Big Bad one and only, Fox across America.
2: Jimmy Nice kid, but a little dumb. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. The Fox News Rundown. A contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news, twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.
0: And now... Great moments in presidential history.
2: Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
6: I just spoke at Dartmouth, at the medical school, or not, I, I guess it wasn't actually on the, the campus, campus, but the people from the medical school were at the... I, I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. I'm not sure whether it's a
3: medical school or where the hell I spoke. It is Fox Across America, and if we're being honest... Biden's lost his
7: marbles.
3: Okay, what a fascinating time in our politics. Did you guys catch the video? I was just talking about this with Harris Faulkner. If you missed it, it'll be on the Fox Across America Facebook page. We're down here at the Patriot Awards. I'm shouting out my people, including the resident cocaine dealer here in Fort Lauderdale. Nice, sir. Hit me up in the bathroom. Good to see you, brother. (laughs) My kid. But uh, Biden... This weird video yesterday where he runs into a group of guys overseas and he starts chatting up this guy's biceps. He's like, yeah, this guy's got nice biceps. Check out his biceps. And they're like, Mr. President, he's Russian. He's like, I don't care what he is. He's got nice biceps is what he's got.
8: This man needs a retirement home and a warm bowl
3: of soup. The point, it's weird, Is because what I'm trying to say is we make so many metaphors about Biden, but when you actually see him checking out the guy in the biceps... You realize, like, we're being governed by the old man at the gym who walks around with no towel on around his waist and just makes small talk with people. (laughs) That's that's exactly who he is, just a random old guy walking around with no towel on in the gym, blow-drying his nuts, and he comes up to you and he doesn't even know why.
2: You know, the rapidly rising, um, uh, and with, uh, with uh, I don't
3: know, <laughs> it's fascinating. But the whole thing is, I bring up Biden and the you know fact that he's in his late hundreds, and it looks like Pelosi might beat him to the Shady Pines retirement home after all, because we do have a new incoming Speaker of the House by the name of Kevin McCarthy, and our job again on this show is we recognize the fact that we're the employers. Like, when it comes to politics, I always say, like, Republicans get mad at Democrats. Someone's get mad at Republicans. Guys who like Trump get mad at guys who like DeSantis. We've been doing a lot of that on this show. But the reason I'm doing that on the show is I want you to realize these politicians work for us, okay? We are the employers. We hire them through elections. Us, with help from our dead relatives, if you happen to be voting Democrat. But we're the ones who actually vote these guys and put them into power. So with Kevin McCarthy coming into town, okay, as the new House Speaker... You know, on this show, it's not rah-rah, he's our guy. We're not going to give him a hard time. Okay, we're going to really kick the tires. We're going to run the car Carfax. So Hannity had McCarthy on last night. I'll be on with Sean Hannity tonight. My opening act is the new Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. I want you to hear some of his sound because we're going to start the process of vetting these guys. Okay, he's laying out his agenda. And i got to be honest, man, if I don't like it, I ain't shutting my face, okay? That's not what I'm here to do. My job is not to shill for a party or a candidate. My job is to create a world where you, me, your family, my family, Jenny and Lincoln actually have an America that's on the right course again. Because right now, here's a news flash, okay? We're not heading in the right direction under this guy. Okay, 75% of Americans think the country's going the wrong way. So with Republicans taking back the power of the purse, One of the things they're going to have to do is get us a little gas money, stop the spending, get things under control. So let's walk through some quick McCarthy sound and see if his agenda aligns with ours. Uh, First and foremost, clip
0: one. We are the only Republican entity that can stop this disastrous Biden agenda. Think for one moment. It is official. One-party Democrat rule in Washington is finished. We have fired Nancy Pelosi. We have worked hard to earn this agenda. You are right that we worked very hard on getting this majority, but we put the commitment to America out there. We told the American public exactly what would we do.
3: Okay, it's not nothing. Okay, it's not nothing. It does matter that they took back control of the House. It does matter that they took back the power of the purse. But as we get to know McCarthy and we get to know this agenda, okay, I'm hearing a lot of talk about investigations, okay, I've heard some talk about, you know, first day in office, we're going to repeal the 87,000 IRS agent mandate. That I would get behind. I know there's a lot of Hunter stuff coming down the pipe. That's what he was talking about. But the biggest thing they need to be right now is just a, a block, like a cog, like a spoke in the rim of the runaway spending in Washington. Because they are running this economy into the ground. And what happened in this last election, people talk about blue, you know, red wave or red ripple, whatever the hell it was. Essentially what happened is every single poll, every Democrat internal poll, every Republican poll, had the Republicans winning literally everything. Okay, in the run-up to the midterms, okay, we thought they'd take the Senate, we thought they'd take the House, that's why the Democrats were yelling about democracy being on the ballot and everything in between. Their closing matches was, message was horrific, but it still worked out for them. And the main reason why is more so than any of us realized, people are still putting their party way, way, way over their country.
4: He's a lousy dad, but he's right. Okay, it's just
3: reality. If you went into a Democratic state and you voted for John Fetterman, a guy physically can't complete a sentence. And again, I don't begrudge him his health. I wish him the best of health. I hope he makes a speedy and swift recovery. But the fact remains he can't do the job. Okay, right now he can't comprehend questions. He can't give coherent answers. I love Stevie Wonder music. Okay, I'm not hiring him to drive my Uber. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Actually, I resent that soundbite because I'm not dumb. Dumb would be hiring him in the name of some type of empowerment. But the reason he got into office is people voted for their party over their country. When you look at the crime problem in Pennsylvania, you got 475 people murdered this year. 475 people murdered. Okay, and you're voting in the senator who wants to release the violent criminals. That's stupid. Use your common sense. So you think about that, okay? In what world do you want to bring a guy into town who not only can't complete a sentence, but doesn't want violent criminals completing their sentences? Okay, this is stupid. It's people voting for their party over their country. It's people saying, I'm so mad at the Republicans, I'm willing to get shot at twice on my way to the grocery store tonight in Philadelphia. I'm voting Democrat. I mean, you think of how dumb it's gotten. It's more partisan than everybody thought. We were told, you know, if Trump exited the stage for a little while, things wouldn't be so politically, you know, nuts. Uh, It turns out we were all the way wrong about that because with Trump gone, it only got crazier. Okay, there's no way you could look at the economy, the crime, the border. Okay, certainly the gas prices. I don't even know what the price of gas is anymore in New York. They just tell you what type of sex act you have to do behind the gas station to get a gallon of gas. We're in a bad spot. But, you know, the bottom line is, okay, in that position, the party responsible for all of it somehow still has power. And that only means the people going to the polls weren't thinking about the issues. They were thinking about the personal vendetta that we've turned politics into. So one of the reasons I do a show that sounds like I'm getting paid in Tide Pods and cheap tequila is I'm trying to lower the temperature so people realize we're all in this together. We're the employers. Whoever goes to Washington, they work for us. We elect them. We hire them to go do the job. We say, hey, we as the American people are empowering you to represent our interests. When you're not busy getting stock tips and eating $6,500 lunches at Cafe Milano with the lobbyists, hey, could you help us out a little bit? That's what we're asking for. So let me give you a little more McCarthy because I want to see what the agenda is to help us out. This is clip
0: two. The one thing I know in Washington, they don't hand the gavels out in small, medium, and large size. It's one size gavel with the ability to subpoena and hold this government accountable, secure this border, fight to make us energy independent, give the parents a say in their kids' education. And actually, look what the DOJ is doing, what the DHS is doing, and others. And that's exactly what we're going to do. On day one, in this house, we will repeal 87,000 new IRS agents.
3: Let's go, Brandon! Oh, McCarthy fired up to roll back those IRS agents. That, if you ever saw the movie Robocop, where he's like, I'll buy that for a dollar. I would buy that for a dollar. If we could just repeal... The 87,000 IRS agent thing. Because here's the bottom line, folks. Okay, when they add IRS agents, okay, they add them. Are you ready for it? They add them to conduct audits. The mundo. Okay, and the bottom line is, yes, they said they were adding them under the guise that they were going to get the rich to pay for their stupid pie-in-the-sky runaway green energy agenda. But the bottom line is the rich people, okay, have accountants. The rich people have attorneys. If you send the rich people a letter in the mail saying, hey, we're the IRS... They send a letter back saying, hi, I'm the rich guy's attorney. Hey, I'm the rich guy's tax accountant. And you know what the IRS does? They move on to the middle class.
2: Oh,
7: wow. Okay,
3: they don't get money out of the rich people. They're not the pinata. When it comes to tax collection, we are. Bingo. Okay, so when you ramp up the IRS, you understand that's bad news for you. It's bad news for me. Okay, because we don't have those lines of defense. Yeah, you might make an occasional error on your taxes. I have. I've been audited three times. But that's the point. I got audited as a cab driver back when I was declaring, I don't mean to show off, ladies, but I was making about $20,000 a year at the time. Okay, And understand that I got audited. So tell me again how they're only going to go after the rich people. Of course, we know that's not the truth. So for that alone, if McCarthy gets in, and they, wa- and they walk that back, and we're not looking at 17 audits for Jimmy Fallon next Tuesday and Friday and for people like yourself, it's already addition by subtraction. Most of what needs to be done in Washington right now, just so we're clear, most of what needs to be done, it's a less is more approach, meaning the less Washington is in your life, the less Washington is expanding the better off you are
5: government is not the solution to our problem government is the problem okay
3: and here is more of that because James Comer okay was also on Hannity last night he was with my man Jim Jordan and James Comer talked about the idea that they want to go after Biden or at least look in and kick the tires and understand there's a reason why they have to okay Hunter Biden when his dad was the vice president Biden did eight years eight years under Barack
0: Obama I don't remember that ever
3: happening but it did and during those eight years his son okay, was making more money than the good Lord himself off a Ukrainian power company, a Ukrainian energy company, despite the fact that Amish people know more about energy than Hunter Biden. Here's James Comer saying,
0: hey, where there's smoke, there's fire, clip four. Committee Republicans have uncovered evidence of federal crimes committed by, and to the benefit of members of the president's family. These include conspiracy or defrauding the United States, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, Violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, Violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, Violations of the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, Tax Evasion, Money Laundering, and Conspiracy to Commit Money Laundering. The Biden family's business dealings implicate a wide range of criminality from human trafficking to potential violations of the Constitution. In the 118th Congress, this committee will evaluate the status of Joe Biden's relationship with his family's foreign partners and whether he is a president who is compromised or swayed by foreign dollars and influence. I want to be clear. This is an investigation of Joe Biden.
3: Whoa. I mean, come on, man. And what did he say along the way? Hunter's a dirtbag. Okay, folks, here's the bottom line. You need employees who work for us the employers. You dig? If Joe Biden's compromised, so are you, so are me. So if I'm McCarthy, I step on the gas. It is Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. We are down here at the Patriot Awards, otherwise known as the Fox News Zoo. They've just let people into our habitat. They're petting us. They're feeding us. We're laying around on rocks. And joining us now, two of the finest zoo animals we have to offer. Like, if you're in a zoo, I mean, you're like literally a lion. Like, you're something people wait in line to see. You're an exotic. You'd be special.
1: Wow, would I be?
3: Pyro's like me. We'd be the bears that are just sleeping on the rocks (laughs) (laughs) three hours a day. The dynamic duo, known as Fox and Friends First, we have Carly Shimkis, Todd Pyro in the house. Good to see you both.
1: Good to be here. Happy
3: Patriot Awards.
1: Wait, so now I'm hearing myself in my ears. Yeah, yeah, there's am, a lot happening. Is there, am I, can I everybody else, tell. can people hear me on the radio right now?
3: People can definitely hear you on the radio. Oh, wow. You can hear three of yourself in your head. This is incredible. The one thing you can hear, are any fans heckling us? Because <laughs> some guy who hosts an 8 o'clock show on Fox just came walking in a minute ago. I've done some Tucker something or other. I haven't really heard uh, of him. Ah, yeah, 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 Carl, Carl Seen? Seems like he has a little bit of a. To, following. Care, to care Carl Seen, I, mm-hmm. I is I name. I literally feel like I was uh, like a country singer on the Louisiana hayride, and Elvis <laughs> just came off the <laughs> Colonel's van, which I hope is not the case. I want to know that no, 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 Tucker no. gets to keep more than 5% of the money because Elvis didn't.
1: Jimmy, you have your own show.
3: I do, and I'm excited to have Fox it. Fox
1: Across America with Shayla. Whoa, Whoa.
3: Whoa. That's you. Are, you. are you like fluffing me right now? you to build mean... me back That's
1: the second
9: unfold. time with us that you've used the phrase fluff in a broadcast. Oh, I forgot about that today. He that's that's did do flux.
3: that this morning. Well, let me just jump in, okay? He yeah, did yeah. that this morning. We're in oh, a Fox casino news. with a 24-hour free open bar, and you and your production were like, you know who we could trust <laughs> to
0: be in a professional
3: capability at 5 a.m. in the morning. It you know is that Jimmy You yes. know the guy who dresses like a stripper who let himself go during the it, lockdown. C- what if we booked him on the earliest time slot of the day? Surely he'd be good to go.
9: Could we talk about your dress? Because yes. you came to our set for TV beautifully. Mm-hmm. Normally. Natalie clad Jimmy Fela Uh attired. But your wear that I saw you casual wear walking around the casino, your wear now, you look like you broke the cases (laughs) holding the memorabilia from some of the artists, ripped out the clothes, and are wearing them now yourself.
4: (laughs) Guilty.
3: Well, yes, I certainly didn't buy those shirts the way my gambling's been going, if that's what you need to know. But I'm wearing so everybody knows this is from, like I said, my fat magician collection. <laughs> like, I call myself David Copperfood. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just pack it on the pound. So, this is my own shirt. It was bought and paid for. But you look swanky. You look fabulous as oh, well, always. Oh, thank you so much. Um, have you guys yes. noticed the vibe here? The it's, best. It's so wonderful. Yeah, though, oh, it's wonderful. Which makes it wonderful. It's not because, like, we're TV people and our fans are here. It's because like we legitimately are all somehow on the same footing. Yep. Like people meet, you know, if people meet like a normal big mega star, mm-hmm. like oh my god, you when they meet me they're like Jimmy Fallon, you got change of a <laughs> 20. It's, it's, it's like true. I've it's never true. been I've never seen like a TV organization so level with its fans.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And it everybody is so nice. Yes. And so appreciative of Fox News. Oh, yeah. And we're so appreciative of them for watching. Dude, you know, it's like, they're like, thank you for, you know, doing this and hosting yeah, this yeah. event. I'm like, thank you for caring and yeah. watching and paying our salaries. Well, our,
9: we Especially with our shift, though. Yeah, I mean, people are like, we get up at 4 a.m. in the morning yeah. to watch you. So I feel like Carly and I need to give, give an extra debt of we're, gratitude to those <laughs> people. Well,
1: yeah, we're like, thank you. We're so sorry. Well, you have, <laughs> we're so sorry we're that you wake up.
3: You have two demos, and I'm fascinated by them. Your one demo is your consistent, regular demo of people sure. who wake up with you every day and go to work. <laughs> your other demo replenishes constantly because they go off to rehab. <laughs> because they're the people that are still up at 4 in the morning. Exactly. But you get a new cluster of people and who will eventually go to rehab. Each demo
1: is just as good as the other. They're wonderful. They're all wonderful people. They are But wonderful. the vibe here is amazing. Yep. It's so positive. Did you? Were you here last year?
3: I was not. Okay.
1: Um, uh-huh. It's this for 24 hours. It's so much fun. And it's also patriotic, and it's all about America and positivity and all the things that we celebrate on Fox News every day. You
3: can bail yourself out of anything with a USA chant. You know what I mean? You get caught taking someone's chips on the poker table. It's like, like, hey, USA, right? Yeah! (laughs) You know in Pee-wee's Big Adventure when they go, the stars at night are big and bright, and everybody goes, deep in the heart. That's this place.
1: That's exactly right. This is
3: the Pee-wee's Big Adventure of get
1: So how has the radio show been going? Because you've been out here doing it for a couple hours. this is
3: what has been going, just so we're clear. You know how in corporate America in this day and age, you know, Fox would never come to me and be like, hey, Jimmy, you're getting a little heavy. But you know what they can do? They can book you seven TV hits back-to-back on opposite ends of the casino and force you into cardio. And I have done seven media appearances, one further apart than the next. And one
1: on Fox & Friends first. Dude,
3: I today, on my Fitbit, broke double digits for the first time ever in steps. I'm up to 12 steps. But, no, it's been going amazing. But they're was- also
1: providing us with free food, so it cancels it out. I
9: ain't saying a word. Can you explain what I did for you? Because I demand credit oh, my for the most mundane, gentlemanly things well, I shouldn't no, get credit for. No,
1: here's the thing. So um, I'm starving all the time. Time mm-hmm. and uh, t- there's free breakfast, but I had to do Fox and Friends, so I just asked Todd to get me a plate of food, and it was the biggest, most overflowing, wonderful plate of I'm food. An Italian,
3: that's what we do. Yeah,
1: yeah. I could have given him a smooch <laughs> on the cheek, but he gets very uncomfortable. But does with Does he touching. get like
3: Italian? Because you know when Italians make no, food? he's not a toucher, Todd. No, no, no. I, I mean when Italians make food, though, they harass you to eat it. Like I got all this food. Do you do that? Oh, 100%. how they make you all this
9: food? Yeah, and like you beat them into submission. Like it becomes an anger. Situation.
3: He's, he is sending people out of the green room with a plate with foil over. It. I'm like, no, no, it's not your house. <laughs> the, you zip know, the, Italian, yeah. the Ziploc bag. The Ziploc bag. Italian tupperware. The, the Italian kicked bag. in. He gave them a crumb cake with a steak knife, <laughs> an Entenmann's crumb cake, and <laughs> sent him <out> of here. You're <laughs> so right. <laughs> you know when the Hulk it. goes like, "You're gonna make me, you're gonna make me Italian. You're not gonna like it when I'm." But Italian. the best
1: thing now is when you Thanksgiving leftovers. Oh yeah. If that's about to happen next week.
3: I am so excited. Right. I actually think I want to say this. You know how in the la- the era of politics in the last five or six years, everybody's like, oh, Thanksgiving's so contentious because you don't agree with your family? I don't even think people are going to talk politics. No, court. everybody's just like, let's just I actually think we're going to watch football. Yep. I think we're going to eat. I think we're going to hang out. Don't you feel, at the very least, America downshifting? Do,
1: uh, like, do you,
3: I know races are ramping up, but yep. I think people are ramping down. Do you know now. what I'm
1: grateful for? Uh-huh. That when you watch football, you don't have to worry about the kneeling anymore. That yeah. just completely went away. Yeah. Just, it's over.
3: Yeah, how about that? I mean, and, and the, the athletes, which, again, I appreciate because I, you need a place, Todd Pyro, and you know this. This is the one time your Giants have been good in like 10 years. You <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa,
9: whoa, whoa. There are Giants. Oh, i all, right? okay. all, right, all right.
3: They're my Giants when they cover the spread. Sure. Okay, I am a very transactional man. You know what I mean? I'll bail on you in a second. But stick good with me. Good teams win, great yes. teams cover. Common culture is the point I'm trying to make. I, we're getting slowly. It's so slow. But we're getting back to places where people can just be. Yeah. And that's the whole point of me having a show. Is obviously, I'm talking about politics. But I'm trying to get people to just chill the F out. Totally. And maybe we're getting there. Hopefully.
1: Well, I yeah, I think, well, during the Fox and Friends, um, when we had the studio audience mm-hmm. situation, everybody in the studio audience said, the one of the biggest things that I don't like about politics is how divisive it is. Yes. So I almost feel like um, the media elevates the division.
3: Of course they do.
1: Unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, but most people just don't. I mean, they care about the political
3: I think a lot of people are out lines, it. Yeah. but yeah. But this could
9: lead to our country coalescing around the candidate that brings people together. You're not going to bring all parties, all 330 million of us together, but it's if you fragmented. bring together enough, we could be on the road to happiness. And I think that person's Jimmy Fallon.
1: Whoa! Well, Jimmy, do you accept the endorsement?
3: Uh, the- we run into one small issue. <laughs> it's called a background sure. check. I knew oh, you were going yeah. there. Yeah. We're getting a lot of. I did. I did a lot of living in my twenties. Yeah, he's a But Then, look, a lot then again, of look at the modern ver- politics. There's nothing I actually did that's disqualified. What I did a little gambling. I might have been catting around a little bit before Jenny Baila came Cat into in town. It's, catting the, around. it's not the end of the world, is it, in 2024? Can I get an amen? I amen.
9: Speaking of catting around, uh-huh. the most amazing thing happened. This is a, a hotel right now that is filled with awesome people. It's an awesome hotel, awesome fans. But when I arrived yesterday, I kind of feel like they were getting rid of some of the people that go to a casino on a Wednesday. <laughs> and no joke, in my elevator, this guy walks in, older gentleman, like probably 70, with two... Stick thin international young ladies with skirts that were literally up to my belly button. <laughs> Not a lot of English. They were said.
3: Well, we go casino now. I spend money. What,
9: Jimmy? You know what was going
3: on? Oh, I do. Uh, they were playing blackjack. Right. Okay. <laughs> they were on the clock. <laughs> we were watching uh, Pretty Woman. Is what we were watching, watching a sequel? It's now called Pretty Them.
1: <laughs> you Can't say we well, don't want
3: to just assume the gender. But yes, there is two elements in play here: the most patriotic, wonderful human beings you've ever met, uh-huh. and people like me who hang out in casinos till five in the morning. They, so, really quick, before we go, go yes, I'm on your show tomorrow. Again? Are you, again? And
1: you guys oh, thank you so much. The, Wait,
3: the way we said that, you guys, I just you feel bad. You. you guys had the presence of professional mind to book me at 4:20 in the morning. <laughs> I can't believe now, that I'm you I'm said that. No, I'm just yes. telling you. You've lost your rights as a consumer. Like I once saw a guy complaining at the dollar pizza place. I'm like, did you have no right to an opinion? It was a dollar <laughs> for pizza. You knew you were signing up for something compromised. <laughs> yep. The point is, if I'm wearing this on the set tomorrow, morning, I want you to. Be. I don't want to hear a word out of either of you.
1: I want to smell your breath. Whoa. No. Oh. Like, alcohol-wise. So, basically,
3: tomorrow, Fluffer is going to be, like, I should be happy if I get That's your best-case scenario. Todd Pyro, Carly Shimkus. Get her out. Get her out of here. I will see you on the (laughs) set tomorrow morning. More of this on Fox Across America.
2: Jimmy Jimmy. Fallon. He's got great charisma. Yeah. He's always dressed fantastic. He has what I call it. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
5: My friends, no matter what title you all, my colleagues, have bestowed upon me, speaker, leader, whip, there is no greater official honor for me than to stand on this floor and to speak for the people of San Francisco. This I will continue to do as a member of the House, speaking for the people of San Francisco, serving the great state of California, and defending our Constitution. And with great confidence in our caucus, I will not seek re-election to Democratic leadership in the next Congress. For me, the hours come for a new generation to lead the Democratic caucus that I so deeply respect.
3: Nancy Pelosi is leaving the gig.
0: Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig
4: it? (laughs) You're
3: damn right you could dig it. That's addition by subtraction. If ever there was some.
4: Nancy Pelosi is a total dingbat.
3: Is she ever? So that was the official announcement that after 35... I mean, Nancy Pelosi has been in Washington since Washington. Like, she is an OG, and she is leaving. She will not. She will not pursue a leadership position. That's a big deal. Uh, Get her
5: out. Get her out of here. You're going to hear
3: a lot of that soundbite today on Fox Across America. We're down at the Patriot Awards. It's going to be joined by a lot of our Fox friends. We're doing a lot of TV and radio in between commercial breaks. It's kind of a free-for-all. So I apologize because, you know, radio is an intimate medium. And if you're actually listening to this broadcast and you're not here in person, I, of course, am trying to cater to you. Uh, But you should know there are, you know, people flashing me, people, (laughs) you know, asking for autographs and throwing balloon animals at me and doing card tricks. There's a lot going on. But the fact remains, as I said at the top of the show, we're in a new era. We're in a new era in politics where the faces are changing. Pelosi's going. You want to know who else is going, just so we're clear? Joe Biden's going.
2: I agree with that.
3: If you've been watching the past week, if you've been watching the brazen lying, not only did Biden get up against it, okay, but Elizabeth Warren got caught trying to pull a Biden. So Elizabeth Warren tweeted yesterday, okay, that to be clear... The president has the legal authority to cancel student debt. Okay, Twitter issued a fact check, two fact checks to Nancy Pelosi's comments. And this is a new thing. This is when I say the deck is being shuffled. Okay, when I say we're getting new faces into the deck. Okay, we're getting new faces that are holding Democrats accountable in the sphere of social media just the same. And it's a big deal for every one of us. And the point is... There's so much uncertainty. Like, I've been talking about Trump for two weeks, getting people mad, trying to figure out who the guy's going to be in 2024. But these are necessary conversations now. Like, we're going full talk show now because everything's changing. The world we knew is gone, okay? Trump ran the other night. He had a great line about how he wants, you know, mail-in voting. He wants voter ID. I meant to play you that because it's worth hearing, okay? It's a great thing, okay? And it's something everybody would get, get behind. But the God's honest truth is... He actually can't make that happen when he gets into office because it's a states' rights issue.
2: He knows what he's talking about.
3: I want it. But what I'm trying to say is we're not going to get it. And what we need to focus on is the new game. The new game means mail-in voting. The new game means ballot harvesting. You know, these are that we have new faces. We've got new rules. We've got a new playing field. And if the Republican Party wants to get out there and win, they want to take the fights to the Democrat, you've got to recognize that we are playing in a whole new, an entirely, an entirely different new era.
5: When you're right, you're right. and You're right.
3: Here is Trump. A holdover from what a lot of people would say is the old era. And I'm not begrudging Trump. Okay, support Trump to the moon and back and understand that if he's the Republican nominee... You can't name a Democrat I'm going to vote for instead. I mean, come on, let's not kid ourselves. You know, we've been having a conversation about who the nominee should be. Okay, but here's the substance of Trump the other night, and I wanted to play you some of it, because the truth is Trump's substance is an A+. It is an A+. Secure the border, cut taxes, slash regulations, okay? Let the free market sort itself out. People can make money. OK, stop all of these ridiculous entitlements that are jacking up my tax bill.
4: Thanks, big government weenuses.
3: If Trump can be substance guy, OK, Trump is a guy that, you know, people will get behind. People can get behind. You know, the barrier he's up against is the fact that roughly 70 percent of the country hates him, according to his disapproval numbers. But again, if you're going to start to chip away at that number, you've got to start chipping away now. So it'd be a great time to pivot. To issues, and here Trump is pivoting to a really key issue, which is education. Clip 14.
0: When I'm in the White House, our schools will cease pushing critical race theory as they were, radical civics, and gender insanity, or if they do that, they will lose all federal funding, but we'll get them to stop. And I will be the president who finally fixes education in America. We were doing great.
3: Did you hear that? If he go, you know, you run on something like, I'm going to fix education, it's a big deal. You saw it in Virginia. You saw it in Florida, where guys like Glenn Young and Ron DeSantis said what? Get the parents, get the parents to say in the curriculum that they're being denied by a lot of these woke school boards. Everything woke turns to It's just a reality. On the substance, that's a score. Okay, here's another piece of substance. He talked about doing what? Rehiring every military member fired for the vaccine mandate, clip 15.
0: We will abolish every Biden COVID mandate and rehire every patriot who was fired from our military with an apology and full back pay.
3: How about that? And I got to be honest with you. That's what should be done because the whole thing was a scam. Think about the idea that people who were frontline responders, people who were out there protecting you against the pandemic when there was no vaccine, okay, those people lost their jobs. Lost their jobs if they didn't want to get a vaccine. What the hell is the
4: world coming
3: to? The idea of giving them back their jobs, I'm telling you because I care. It's not political, okay, that's human. And that's the point I'm trying to make. If you're Trump, and you've heard me talk about this for two weeks, and you're coming into this with a disapproval rating, disapproval, 65% to 70% of the country disapproves of this man. Okay, if he wants to chisel that number down, and that's the lift, that's the gig. If you're a guy listening to my show who's been calling in, saying you're one of the Trump people, and that's fine. You know, I don't care who you support. Okay, the reality is you've got to get back to human issues. It's not about political issues, human issues. Crime is a human issue. The election is a human issue. Okay, vaccine justice is a human issue. If you get this guy on message, throw the shock collar on him so he doesn't wander off the reservation. He's got a shot. Okay, but if he wanders off the reservation, I'm going to have to hold him accountable just like everybody else, because this is not an activism show. This is a talk show, and I'm going to keep speaking up on it.
2: You got some big testicles to pull this off, bro. Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Oh yes we are, coming to you live from the greatest country in the world. We are broadcasting live from the Seminole Hard Rock Casino. It is the Fox Nation Patriot Awards. An embarrassment of television and radio riches is how they bill it. But to be clear, what we're really in right now is an actual human zoo where they've let people in to see the animals in their habitat and pet them and feed them. One of the star attractions joining me now on the show, country music superstar John Rich in the house. Hey, hey, hey.
6: Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> nice to be in the zoo <laughs> have, you noticed,
3: you. have you noticed we're in a zoo?
6: Well, so I was going to say, if we're actually in a zoo, what animal are you?
3: Oh, I'm that, you know, the overweight bear that's just sleeping on a rock the whole day? Like, hey, can you poke him with a stick and work him up, you know, get him up? Uh, It is absolutely, you walk in, you're like, oh, it's cool, it's patriotic, it's awesome. And then you realize within five minutes that yes, it's a zoo and we're the attraction. I'm right. fine with it. A woman just fed me a right. handful of feet. It is
6: cool. Like I mean, I'm walking through and there's people coming up everywhere and saying hello. But everybody here, they're all patriots. You yes. know, they're my kind of people. These are the people I want to take pictures yeah, with. Yeah, you're
3: actually—that's what I mean. You like, you do want to stop and take a selfie with somebody who actually likes the country. Imagine remember, yeah. remember, like what a the concept. country. Because you know, I just escaped New York. Where, right. Right. You know how it works up there. To, like, yeah. How dare you, American flag? Yeah. So we're down here in like real America. Uh, Real America, we're doing real stuff. I want to hear about you're doing Folds of Honor. Can you tell them a little bit about Folds of Honor?
6: Yeah, so I've got the Folds of Honor sweatshirt on right now, pretty much wear their stuff every day. Uh, My brand, Redneck Riviera, that you talk about from time to time, supports Folds of Honor. They put kids through college who lost a parent in combat or a spouse through college. Okay. Uh, And I've always said we, we make a habit of saying thank you for your service when we see a veteran or an active duty service member. But, man, the the biggest thing you can ever do for them would be to look out for family members. I'm a dad. That's the biggest thing you could do for me Mm -hmm. if something happened to me would be Uncle Jimmy would show up, you know, and help the boys, you know, throw a baseball (laughs) around or something like that. So Folds of Honor, that's what they do. Uh, It's it's a five-star rated uh, charity. Uh, Redneck Rednick Rivera sent over a million bucks back to him in the past four years and, and growing. So org if you want to check them out.
3: Foldsofhonor.org. And just to be clear, if Uncle Jimmy shows up, they're not throwing a baseball. They're going to be betting on baseball. <laughs>
6: okay.
3: okay. So we need to raise some extra money. That's okay, it, too. It could go sideways. You know what yeah, I mean? right, right. <laughs> but John Rich is uh, in, well, not even in studio. John Rich is in the zoo with me. Uh, we got the Patriot Awards going down tonight. Did you see how hunky Pete Hegseth looked on that billboard? He looked good.
6: When, when is he going to do his Calvin Klein ad? <laughs> he
3: does. Doesn't he look like that? <laughs> look I always say, like, when whenever I do a hit with Hexad, he's Magic Mike, and I'm Tragic Mike. <laughs> I'm like his overweight step-cousin. You guys
6: should redo the SNL skit where oh, and uh, Chris Farley, Farley, Chris Farley came <laughs> out and, uh, and did his dance. Yeah, that'd be a go. Maybe for next year's uh, Patriot Awards, we can reenact <laughs> that.
3: Yeah, and then instead of charging people to get in, we can charge them to get out. Yeah, exactly. I see where you're going for well, there, John If this John is Rich. a zoo,
6: the animals are running the zoo tonight. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's important, too. It's yeah. worth noting. It's going to be sure. a wild show now. Let me know this, because this is my first time performing on the show. What have I gotten myself into? It looks like a lot of seats.
6: It's about 7,000 seats, and, and there's overflow, so I've heard there's going to be more than 7,000. It's going to be totally packed. I, I've been fortunate to be asked every single time this, this awards has happened since it started. I'm going to be singing tonight, but it's your kind of crowd, man, because... You're into comedy. You love live audiences. That's where you guys like you and I really get our energy. Uh-huh. You're going to feel a wave hitting you in the face tonight, man. It's going to light Yo, you
3: up. Yo, it is going down, John It's a Rich. rock show, baby. I'm pumped up for this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock out. You're going to see some of my rock swag. Because this shirt, to be clear, you should take some credit for. Because the first time I did stand-up in Nashville, yeah. you said to get a Scully shirt.
6: Get a Scully Western shirt. And I got a is. few of them. Uh, yeah, yeah it looks, looks good, I'm, man. I'm
3: rocking some nice Scullys. You, you are. this is the difference between you and me. You look like a country music star. Okay, <laughs> I look like a children's magician who shouldn't be around children. <laughs>
6: it's just a, oh, I don't know. I don't want go that far. <laughs> but it's the
3: hour of the day because this is what happened earlier. Like They booked me at like 4 a.m. on Fox and Friends First. Ooh. Okay, we're in a casino with a 24-hour open bar. Yeah. Okay, the idea that they got together and said, hey, the guy in the bedazzled shirts would be a dependable guest at 4 a.m. Yeah. I think it's on them, whatever well, happens. So the
6: question is, when it comes to Jimmy at 4 a.m., do you get up? and go to the interview at 4 a.m., or do you stay up and go to the interview at 4 a.m.?
3: Do I get up and go to the interview Or do, do you
6: stay up? The answer would be no.
3: No. <laughs> I'll be up. Yeah. I'll be yeah, up. Yeah, no, You're we're up. riding this thing you out. you got a ri- all-nighter. There's no two ways. Well, somebody who uh, might actually get some sleep now really quick, Nancy Pelosi just announced she's resigning her leadership position. That's addition by subtraction, no?
6: Uh, that is... One of the greatest things that could have possibly happened today. As if this couldn't get any better today. <laughs> she is gone. You talk uh, about a
3: win for the American people.
6: Wicked Witch of the West.
3: Oh, man. Uh, she,
6: is, she flew off on the broom. She's gone.
3: Isn't it nuts? This is like politics is kind of turning into like, you know what a Netflix series. They go like a year and a half without shooting. Yeah. Like if you're watching The Crown, you come back for the next season. It's a new woman playing the queen. Yeah. The actors are changing in politics right now before our eyes. Pelosi is yeah. going out. Nobody with a straight face can tell you Biden's sticking around. Did you see him checking out the guy's biceps yesterday? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so Joe Biden, I mean, the president's become that old man who wanders around the gym naked and makes small talk. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not going to work in 2024. Yeah, no way. Next
6: thing he'll be asking that Russian to stretch him out for a minute. You know? <laughs> can you stretch out my quads?
3: So here's what I think, because I've been trying to offer up uh, a lot of objective takes on what the Republican Party does. I have two theories, okay? Trump's obviously running again. Trump wins. All the Republicans are obviously going to support him if he wins. There's not a Democrat we'd vote for. Now, as a means of kind of, you know, healing whatever divide exists on on the off chance that it's not Trump and it's somebody like DeSantis, what do you think of my theory that whoever gets the presidency, uh, if it's not Trump, they make Trump? The ambassador to Russia just to piss off the Democrats. <laughs> Does that work? I, I,
6: I love that. Uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, Tr- we didn't see any of these things happening when Trump was president. I know. We didn't see Putin invading anybody. Janice, see any is here. Janice too. Oh, what's up, Janice? Oh, gracious Janice. Good to Dean. see you, Janice.
3: Yes, you are. It's a big win for the American people. Yes, we are. We're live right now. But you, Janice Dean, ladies and the gentlemen. Janice Weather Machine can just walk onto the set, she can hug people. She does any you name it. It's amazing. You know, you know the John Rich song. I walk into the room, passing out hundred dollar bills. That's you, He's, you're passing out
8: hundred dollar bills. No, you
3: are. Your smile is a hundred dollar bill. It's oh, spiritual. Jimmy, I love you. It is spiritual currency. Everyone is wealthier Stop for it. having run into you.
8: Where's your whiskey?
6: My whiskey is downstairs. I just signed a bunch of <laughs> autographs, and I'm Please heading back down.
8: Some up here. Do,
6: do you want some? What would the weather forecast yes. look like Does if you had a little whiskey?
3: Want some? <laughs> oh my gosh! Is the sun shining right now? <laughs> Listen, the last Fox Nation shoot I did with Janice Dean was a Christmas special, and. uh is there a lot of Christmas cheer. There was a lot of cheer. Yes, we they, had
8: we had a few little cocktails beforehand. I think it made it. There were actually better. there were actually
3: twenty four reindeer because we were seeing double. <laughs> there was a lot of reindeer. There was a lot of Santa. Well, but there was. A lot I was of nervous, but
8: thank goodness for Jimmy because there was beverage there. Mm-hmm. And no one would have beverage with me. And I, Jimmy walks in, I'm like, Jimmy. He's yep. like,
3: oh, yeah, load it up. Yep. So I would, you yep. can
6: always count on comedians and country singers to have a beverage with you anytime, Janice. Yes.
3: Cause, Cause I'm anytime. In the right area right now. Because you know, country singers live by the old adage it's 6 a.m. somewhere, it's you know? <laughs> <That's laughs> 5 right. o'clock. It's for the civilians. But Janice, I love it. Dean, this is so good for morale. All right, really quick foldsofhonor.org is the name yeah, of the site. Yeah, you got to watch the Patriot Awards tonight on Fox Nation. I'll be
6: singing tonight. I'll be the last thing up leading everybody in a song tonight.
3: That's Really thing? looking
6: forward to it, That's yeah. That's the grand
3: finale? That's how we finish. I'll tell a couple of jokes. You'll hang out with Janice Dean. I'm ja- everywhere. Janice Dean, uh, are me and you are going to play Blackjack at some point.
8: Oh, it's happening. When are you off? Uh, when are you done this you know program? Just, you know
3: what I just noticed? What? Because I haven't had three free minutes today. They don't trust me at the casino. They have booked me every second of the day. They're like, we can't oh, is let that this what kid. what I think so. No, because at first I was like, wow, I'm pretty popular. I'm on a lot of shows. Now I realize they just don't want me anywhere near a blackjack table. Now,
8: <laughs> have you played any uh, roulette or blackjack or anything?
3: No, I used
6: to play blackjack every single time I went anywhere, yep. and my last hand of blackjack was 2011. I have not played a hand of cards since then because I liked it too much, so I had yeah. to stop playing cards, yeah. but I was really good at it. matter of fact, the last time I won a big hand of blackjack, I bought a Ford F-150 King Ranch truck with what I won yes, on you the did. table, so- and I still have it today, and <laughs> that truck reminds me, that was your last hand, let's, let's go out with a win.
8: Well, so, you don't
3: play, but can you teach me what you know? Yeah,
6: I can teach you how to play. I don't mean to. Count them cards, baby.
3: I don't mean to compete, but the last time I played blackjack, I wound up siphoning gas out of a Ford F 150 so I could afford to get home. <laughs>
6: oh, but you, just, you do that for fun.
3: <laughs> just a sniffing. You live in New York. Just the, you know, yeah, everybody New talks Yorker. about the gas prices, they don't talk about the sniffing. So,
8: I don't want to crash the party because no. I know you, you guys we're, are doing your we're thing. We're a second
3: away from a commercial break, but folds of okay. foldsofhonor.org. Yes is the John Rich website you need to go I to. I love you both. No. You're both my favorites. M- more than friends. I like you as more than friends. If this was third grade, i just check the box. We like you as more than friends, oh, I love. Oh, my gosh. So Can we you get go. that on tape? And you get a Me Too violation on the way out the door. No, you made the dean's list. You're damn right we did. Fox Across America with the great John Rich. Watch him tonight live on the Patriot Awards. We're back after this.
2: Critics are calling it the show of the year. Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Oh, girl, it is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon broadcasting live from the Patriot Awards down here in Hollywood, Florida. And I got to be honest, if the band sounds fired up, it's because they are. I mean, the band is, they're feeling it now because joining us on the set, and not only is she joining us, but she's doing so in a pair of boots. Like, we may have to call the fire marshal. You talk about flaming wardrobe. You are on fire, girl—the queen of daytime. Harris Faulkner. I mean it. They
7: are red boots.
3: Let's have this talk because you and I constantly, when we're on TV sets and we're in commercial, we talk fashion. We do this a lot. Like when the hit's coming up, it's like, "Oh, I like those boots," or "I was just here and I wore this and that." We didn't really get to go all in on fashion this morning because we were on the set of your TV show, just killing it. It was so much fun. But at some (laughs) point, you had a conversation in your head. Would you admit this to me—that you were like, "I'm going to be the baddest woman." At the Patriot Awards, oh, you cleaned it up. Did I did? Did you see what I did?
7: (laughs) This is let me help you out. So here's what Greg Gutfeld told me I had to tell people. Okay, I'm gonna go be a real Mother Faulkner. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have to be careful with that because I I mean, come on, that's some dangerous territory there. Yeah, it can come out wrong. Now he can play that off. I don't know that it fits me, but thank you. And I I did wake up up. up with. You know what? I, I want to look snatched like a cat. <laughs> like, just pull that ponytail up and high and tight, baby.
3: But did you ever? <laughs> in the house, you've got a book signing today. I how, do. what is the, when you walk out of here, because right now we have a lot of security. We and, do. And the live, you know. And there are a lot,
7: there are 5,000 people yes, here. But this is what I wanted to know.
3: How many, if you walk out of this uh, private area right now, how many inches can you walk before you are tackled by 100 people who want to take a picture? You know, Mine's like three feet. Oh, my so gosh. So yours has to be, they're
7: banging down the door. I, I don't even want this to sound like anything yeah. other than what it is. It's pure gratitude. Yeah, it's I just wrote a book called Faith Still Moves Mountains. Uh-huh. And people are reading it, and some of them are at the lowest points in their lives. Some of them are in different seasons. Mm-hmm. And if they want to come up to me yep. and take pictures and huddle with me, I say, let's turn it into a prayer circle and make it work. Like, yeah. that, that's where I am in my life right now. Mm-hmm. So being here at the Patriot Awards is like ground zero for my faith right now. This yeah. is this is proof that it does still move mountains, mm-hmm. that that people can come together and they don't all agree. No. And they're not all the same. No, and they can come together and they can be with one another and put everything aside and have a really rocking good time. So our security, I think, came because the tickets were free for them. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. Because <laughs> there's not much for them to do other than a little crowd control because we love it.
3: Of course. These are the most wonderful people in the world. The amount of the stampeding herd of happiness that we're surrounded <laughs> right? by. Don't you feel it? Yes. It's like bizarre because it's, what, it's, what it's like for me is, you know, when I walk around the building of Fox News, like I'm perpetually upbeat in a good mood but I've never been surrounded by this many me's before. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely they dress better, they've got better credit scores, but the point is a lot of my energy here. It really agrees with me, but what I've noticed is the difference between you and me, is security is just trying to protect you from people. They're trying to protect me from the roulette
7: wheel. <laughs> they keep, they keep there like, is a huge casino in here. Yeah, they keep cutting me off. I've I noticed, did not know that. I've noticed
3: that all my hits are back-to-back and far apart, so I don't have time to stop in the casino. Aww. Now, you would know this. So
7: that's not crowd control. It's, it's fail control <laughs> <They> Actually,
3: <laughs> I'm wearing a shock collar right now. If I go to a blackjack Oh, table, I thought can, that was
7: a lariat to go with the shirt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I got the bedazzler out for this one. I Harris, like it. Harris Faulkner is on the set with me here at the Patriot Awards in Hollywood, Florida. And it is a gorgeous hotel. Can we discuss that for a second? It's really it's, nice. It is they gorgeous. It.
7: And, you know, this is the Hollywood that I like. Yeah. Hollywood, Florida. That's one that I can get into. Our people. This hotel, though, there's a guitar outside that looks like Elvis would have it in his house if his house were nine stories tall. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing here. And yeah. it's a beautiful day. It's it's in the, like, mid-80s. No, this and, is a win. And I I'm mean, trying. I know they live like this. This isn't. I'm from yeah. Jersey up yeah, yeah. there. It's freezing already.
3: It's, that's the thing. Like, you know who the new yorkers are cuz we are the ones talking about the weather. <laughs>
7: that's the Floridians so true. don't care. They're like, yeah, that's- I know Floridians are looking at us going, "What is up with the weather?" So I had on the Secretary of State uh, for Florida who just got appointed by mm-hmm. Governor DeSantis. And you know, it was funny because he was casual. Uh-huh. And tan. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, because it's November and it's still 85 degrees. And he could tell <laughs> us exactly why those other states are still counting. In Florida got 7 million votes counted.
3: Maybe we figured it out. By
7: the end of election night. Maybe. Do you hear me?
3: I do. And le- maybe we figured it out. Maybe the reason they count votes so efficiently is they have a beach to get to. everywhere else it's raining they're like i'm not hanging out you know
7: what his name is cord bird he's he's the secretary of state of florida he looked like a happy guy he looked like he was coming to the patriot awards he was smiling from ear to ear
3: oh girl harris faulkner well all are welcome uh we're down here at the seminole hard rock casino in hollywood florida you got jimmy phala you got the whole fox news barnyard jamboree do you concur though with my other theory that this is actually just a zoo for cable news people, and we're letting people see us in our natural habitat, and they're feeding us and touching <laughs> us and stuff like that.
7: That's hilarious. It is. People do come up and they're like, oh my gosh, you look so different in person. And I'm like, well, no, 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 I woke up this way. I'm traveling with the whole glam team. <laughs>
3: You're rolling deep. Let me just be clear, okay? Because she's too modest to really give herself the credit she deserves. She is not turning heads. She's snapping necks. You know, like oh, a, you are. You know, so like funny. a crossover dribble in basketball with a guy like you that know, gets faked out. <laughs> you're crossing <laughs> people over, and it's fascinating. To watch. I'm breaking
7: ankles. Is my what husband is? would because say.
3: because the showbiz term is in comedy. We'd say like somebody has heat right now. They like got a lot of heat. Guys on a lot of shows oh, and a lot of things. Wow, a lot of heat right now. So you're walking through the. You know, you're walking through a casino. You have like an entourage of like 12 people. Like you should be riding an <laughs> elephant. You should be on an elephant. <laughs> Like you're like the head Look, of some I, foreign I, land. Just own it. Just own it for I a don't
7: take any of this for granted. I know. That's I want so cool. you to know that. And no. I'm I'm very, I, very honored that people are watching uh-huh. the Faulkner Focus and Outnumbered. They get to see you. You were on live with me that on set, on? and people were like, How did you get Jimmy to go down there? And I'm like, dude, he was waiting for us. Like,
3: how did you get Jimmy away from the blackjack table? <laughs> I'm like,
7: he was waiting for us on the set. Now I know it's because they had to sequester you to keep you away from losing all your money. Harris it but is But thank true you story. for those sweet words. Of
3: course, girlfriend. And I you know I just wanted it. I wanted to force you to soak it in because something goes on in our business is this is the greatest life you could ever hope to have for yourself but it takes so much work to get it you know I always downplay it like ah you know goofy Jimmy he's drunk you know what I mean but make no mistake about it we do so much work to get where we are this is the reward like stuff like this this atmosphere getting to hang out with your people because we're also either on a zoo or on a school trip we're either here at the exhibit getting pet or we're traveling together on the bus like it's a school trip, you know.
7: Oh, I'm going to pick the school trip.
3: Yeah. And I'm always whip.
7: hungry. So, <laughs> I mean, I love being here because no one can uh-huh. make barbecue. I mean, that the, the menu here in Florida yeah. is right next to my heart. Oh, it's right Harris. where I want to be. And they so. understand my hunger.
3: Do they ever. <laughs> They, do they There's ever?
7: always food around. Dude, down hey, here, look. Yeah. Um, did you see that Nancy Pelosi's? Oh, gonna, I did. And, and, did you see and, and, what her decision was? Yes. And yeah. She's
3: she's gonna leave her leadership position, and we have 40 seconds to discuss it. Harris, as someone says to me a lot on TV, give me your top line thought.
7: All right, real quickly. I'm not surprised that she wants to stay in leadership after two decades plus of doing that. Um, House Speaker, she was gonna have some challenges. They want new blood. I don't think she was in it for the fight. Mm-hmm. That's my line. Boom. Jimmy Fela, you are the last person I will see before I go to my first. First book signing on my book tour. Whoa. Faith still moves mountains. You are my send-off friend, oh, and I thank the good Lord for you. And stay away from the blackjack table.
3: Oh, I was just going to ask you to borrow eighty dollars. All right, <laughs> I'm there with that, <laughs> Harris Faulkner. Everybody, we're back after this.
2: It's the morning show that uh overslept. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Addition by subtraction. That's the term we're using. Nancy Pelosi announcing that she is stepping down from her leadership position in the Democratic Party. You talk about a win for the American people. Democrats back in the minority. She wants no part of not wielding the gavel. Uh, You know, she's in a spot right now where They've made enough money trading stocks with Paul over the years. (laughs) Maybe they're going to do a true crime series, you know, between this crazy attack they had. Will Kane walking by looking sexy. Between this crazy attack they had, and, uh, you know, let's not act like the guy has had the best driving record either over there. Maybe Pelosi is skipping town to go do a true crime series. I don't know. But the point is she's not in charge anymore. Kevin McCarthy is... And they'll tell you, there's two things happening right now in the media. It's very fascinating. Okay, you know the media. They live, they get out of bed in the morning to hate Trump and to sell their viewers the confirmation bias that they're better than you. That's most of MSNBC. It's not reporting, it's group therapy. Hey, we're better than these conservatives. So the media finds themselves in this really tight spot because they hate Trump with all the fiber in their being. Trump has gone back down the escalator, and they're torn because they want to destroy him But at the same time, they really want him to stick around because they really need the ratings. The media is a bunch of losers. So it's really fascinating in this moment because a lot of reporters are trying to simultaneously destroy Trump but get ratings in the process. So what are they doing now? They're harassing Ron DeSantis. Let me give you this DeSantis clip. Reporters were asking him about a GOP civil war. What's up with that, Ron? Here it is, clip seven.
0: We just finished this election, okay? People just need to chill out a little bit on some of this stuff. I mean, seriously, we just ran an election. We have this Georgia runoff coming, which is a very important for Republicans to win that Georgia runoff. I mean, I know around the country, uh, Florida was kind of the, the biggest bright spot. It was not so bright in many other parts of the country. It was, a, it, was a, it was a substandard performance, given the dynamics that are at play.
3: So, you know, essentially, though, what he is saying, you know, to the people in the media is just shut up. OK, he's not taking the bait. The term is presidential, okay? Who knows if he's going to run? I don't even know. And I'm not, this is not me shilling for DeSantis. But this is me telling the Republican Party to follow his lead, whether he runs or not. I mean his lead in decorum. You don't have to take the bait with the media. They want a sideshow. That's the one detriment to Trump running. And Trump running as early as he's running is we've got two years for the sideshow to ensue. And the sideshow really benefits the Democrats. Why? Because we get to talk about whatever Trump's drama is, whatever Desantis's drama is, whatever Ted Cruz is, instead of what the Democrats are doing to the country.
2: Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right.
3: you got to understand, we're in a really wild pocket right now. Okay, the media, they're in a spot where they got the outcome they wanted in the midterms. They really did. It's divided government that actually helps them because they don't have to go full-throated of Democrat policies. Like the last year and a half, it's been really hard for the Democrats. Inflation spikes by, to a 40-year high under a guy they all shilled for. The border's out of control under a guy they all shilled for. People can't put gas in their car. Okay, there's a baby formula shortage. Now, you could tell me that these crises are the byproduct of multiple factors, but the point is you are what your record says you are. And if you're in the White House at a time when there's a 40-year high in inflation and people can't afford groceries and they feel scared going to the grocery store because of the crime spikes and it's hard to afford gas for the car, okay, and the border's out of control and fentanyl's the leading cause of adult death, if that's your record as a president, then you suck as a president.
2: Tell them like it is.
3: So the media doesn't want to talk about Joe Biden checking out Russian biceps. When he's wandering around over there.
2: We have a
8: president that is clearly not all there.
3: But they'd love to talk about the ex-president. They'd love to talk about a guy like Ron DeSantis, who might be a future president. Okay? Because it takes all the heat off of the monster they created. And understand, we're in this position as a country, and it's the whole point of my show, is to get people to realize... No, they're not clapping for me. They're clapping for Bongino down the way. Uh, Shout out to DB. We just filmed something cool during a commercial break. But uh, understand, we're in a position as a country right now where we're the employers. And I'm trying to get everybody that listens to the show because it's growing so fast, man. And it's really fascinating. And it's really cool. But you understand, I don't get to appreciate the growth as much as I should because I care. I'm like one of the people that actually cares. I was a regular guy when I got this gig. I came off you know, cab driving and doing stand-up comedy. I didn't come from like, some exalted place of privilege or financial proficiency. So when I'm out there doing meet and greets or I'm on the air doing a show, I really care about how this content is affecting people. I really care about the impact it's having on our national discourse. Because I'd like to see the country get back on track. I grew up in an era where people liked the country. People rooted for the country. People wanted to see the country do well. It was more important than seeing the party do well. So there are hard questions to ask if you want to get going in that direction. And the biggest question right now, I think, is a strategic question, okay? And that's everybody, everybody, everybody in the media is going to be trying to set this Republican Party on fire in terms of a catfight. If you've noticed, DeSantis has dialed it back a little bit. And so far, so good on Trump. Since Trump announced he hasn't taken extra shots at DeSantis, he hasn't talked about 2020. And the reason he's doing that, maybe for now, hopefully it lasts, it really is called good old-fashioned retail politics. When you run for office, okay, this is a job interview. You're trying to get hired by the voters, now, there's a lot of things we like at a Trump rally. You know, he's calling names. Look at this fat guy. Jerry Nadler's got man boobs. You know, it's funny stuff. And shout out to Jerry Nadler. I can empathize, brother. But the point is, okay, a lot of the things Trump does that make the rallies fun make it harder to get votes. So whoever has gotten him in the last four or five days, got him to make that announcement without yelling about 2020, got him to get past that announcement without taking 12 shots at the Santas, Whoever that person was, right now, they're doing a good job. If it was Trump, if it was somebody else in his campaign, you gotta keep them on message. Because the truth is the Republican, you know, bonfire that they're trying to light doesn't benefit anybody. Doesn't even benefit the Democrats. We don't wanna know why? Because when we run on sensationalism, when we run on everything but the issues, You wind up with a flawed candidate in the White House. You know, you wind up with a flawed candidate in the White House surrounded by flawed people. Think about that. Not only do you have a president who's a complete idiot, but you've got a vice president who's so dumb she had to study for a COVID test.
4: Kamala's awful with her weird laugh. (laughs) Ha-ha! So as we've had
3: this conversation, okay, all week long, for two weeks now, you know, who you're going to vote for, is it Trump or it's DeSantis? We've been having this conversation for two weeks. Okay, everybody listening needs to understand, okay, what we're trying to do is dive into the substance and get this ball rolling in a direction that's good for the whole country. We want the nominee that gives us the best chance to win, and we want the nominee that we believe will fight and follow through on what we nominated them to do. And Trump, to his credit for the first time ever, is doing something slightly humble for the past 48 hours, and he's at least catering to the whims of the voter. If you want to win over independence and women, you know, you really can't actually be doing a fryer's roast every time you get in front of a microphone. I enjoy it. You enjoy it. But the challenge we're up against is we need to get other people who hate you and me for a living to come over to our side of the party. So the old adage you hear me say a lot is like defense wins championships. And I say it so much that Lincoln makes fun of me. Oh, defense wins championships, kid. Lincoln likes to talk in a lot of my mannerisms. But the point is, when it comes to my mannerisms and how they affect the country, it's true. Okay, the Democrats have mismanaged this thing on an epic level. And you know the old adage, are you better off now than you were two years ago? Okay, in a presidential election, that can cost you everything. It should have cost them everything in the midterms. But there were, you know, over 480 races being run around the country. Okay, and in some races, the Democrats managed to win the messaging war because the conditions aren't on the ground, weren't as universally bad as they are for a lot of you. Okay, but the reality is when it comes to the general, the question is, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And there's nobody that's going to be able to look anyone in the eye with a straight face and say they are better off now than they were when Biden took office. The only people who might be able to say that are the Mexican drug cartels that are exploiting our poorest southern border. But last I checked, they don't get to vote yet because the Democrats haven't given them their way. Okay, that could change anytime soon, and it might, because when it comes to their record, the Democrats got
2: nothing.
4: He's a lousy dad, but he's right.
2: It's the show that never hits the books.
0: I love the poorly educated.
2: You're listening to Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Fox, Across America with Jimmy Fallon, live at the Patriot Awards at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino down in Hollywood, Florida. I've opined that this is a zoo, and they've just <laughs> let people into the cable news zoo to pet the animals and feed them. And if there was one animal you'd want to feed, okay, <laughs> it's the one next to me. She is uh, a weather Where's machine, the trough? A superstar author. The pride of the fleet, the belle of the ball. Janice Dean in the house, hey girl.
8: Hello. Well, I came over earlier to talk to you and John Rich, you so did. I feel like I've already broken it in.
3: Yeah, you know when you have to have like the what are we talk as broadcasters? <laughs> like we're on those terms now where you just barrel into other people's Absolutely. media hits. And I love that about you. Janice Dean is the Kool-Aid of Fox <laughs> News. You know how Kool-Aid roller skates through the wall? Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. Remember
8: that guy? Yeah, she's actually what to him? She's
3: on roller skates right now. <laughs> no. Now, a lot of people don't know that. No, that would
8: uh, cause a lot of damage to me.
3: <laughs> Happy Patriot Awards. Are you having so much fun?
8: So far, so good. You know who came on to the Janice Deed podcast, which I know you've already b- been on.
3: Oh.
8: Um, Tucker Carlson did. Will Kane is walking Will by. Kane, here he is, everybody. Oh,
3: look at him, looking hungry. I know. Look at the belt buckle on Will Kane.
8: Oh, my. Look just, at that belt buckle. Can I get a yay or a nay
3: wow. on the white boots? You I need, like, a video guy. to see
8: that belt Will, buckle. Will Kane
3: with some ostrich, I believe, walking by, <laughs> looking fine, looking fine. <laughs> That's uh, very
8: Texas. Yeah,
3: he is. Well, Will, Will Kane actually gave me a talk about my boots once. Really? he's from Texas. He's like, hey, I know you wear a lot of... Well, um, those are nice boots. Yeah, I'm wearing some white Well, But he he grabbed me once. It was actually on the set of the Christmas special we shot. So, folks, you don't know this. We're promoting a thousand things right now. (laughs) But Janice Dean and I, along with Will Kane, are going to be on the Great Christmas Debate, which is a Fox News special. It's on Fox Nation, but it'll also air on Christmas Day on Fox News. One
8: of the funnest things I've ever been part of. It
3: was amazing. And the point is... Will Kane sat down with me before the show <laughs> yeah. and was like, hey, I'm kind of onto you with the boots. <laughs> He's like, just so you know, as a Texan, like we know right. his boots. Yeah. And gave me like a real talking to. Wanted to know who my was. Did he like them? Oh, yeah. No, I, I got the Will Kane seal of approval. Couldn't oh. you tell by how quickly he walked by? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> who is you. that guy? I don't know that guy. Who
8: gave him a microphone?
3: Janice Dean is on set <laughs> doing the dang thing. She's, you know, been all over your TV, all over your radio. Kissing, crying, it's, it's fascinating. I was
8: out by the pool this morning. They put me by the pool to do weather so, reports. W- all
3: right. So this is what I wanted to ask right, <laughs> Dave. Okay. It's just you and me now. Everybody yeah. cover your ears. Yeah. Because I saw that you were set up by the pool. Yes. Now, was this a strategic setup by Fox mm. or was this where they found you? Yeah. Was I spent the, the night there yeah.
8: <laughs> with a cocktail in my hand.
3: <laughs> it was really weird because yeah, I've never seen a weather hit where they had a float <laughs> around their waist. Still the no, and then um,
8: Todd Pyro actually said live on air that he was going to go get his swimsuit on and join me and do cannonballs. Wow. I, I was like... Okay, do we really want to put that on TV?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I could say a lot of things were said live on air with Todd Pyro this morning. Because I did a show and I'll That's have you know right. I'll have you know, Janestine, because they booked me again tomorrow at 420 in the That's morning. That's how good you are. Four twenty? Yeah, so
8: stick with me. So though. you're never going to Thank sleep you. tonight.
3: But knowing we're in a casino with a twenty-four hour open bar, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna be there as you know I will. Yeah. But I owe them nothing beyond that. You don't. Right? Yeah. If I'm just there, if right. they can get the body to the chair. Yeah. I feel like Fox Across America has delivered for Fox and Friends first.
8: You just sit there drooling. It'll be fine. Janice
3: Dean is in the house, and she's an enabler. Like she, It's a big time. Well,
8: I mean, did you bring the fam? Is the fam here? No,
3: my fam was in Texas last week, and they're still sobering up. Okay. Because I don't know if you've noticed this, but when it comes to (laughs) Fox fans, they're such wonderful, upbeat people. However, a lot of them don't know the difference between hospitality and a hazing ritual. (laughs) You know, hospitality is... Let me get you something to eat. Yeah. Yes. Mm. A hazing ritual is, here's 71 racks of ribs, 28 <laughs> yeah. beers. Yeah. Go. Go. And us being nice people, what are we going to do we it. try to consume it? Yes.
8: Fantastic.
3: So I, I be, no, my family, I believe has an order of protection against the entire state of Texas. <laughs> and they it's really funny cuz whenever I leave the house with a suitcase, Lincoln's 13, he yes. likes to go to stuff. He's yep. Like, "Oh, I want to go." Of course. He actually didn't ask to come here. It's <laughs> oh like, "I'm oh, good, goodness. dude." He's like, "You do you, boo. I'll That's be back right. here playing Xbox."
8: So are you going to have you done any gambling
3: no not yet and Mm -hmm. i know i look like the guy who has we've been joking about that
8: (laughs) well i came in at what time was it 4 a.m to Uh get my makeup done for the 5 a.m show Mm -hmm. and i mean it's still rocking there people do do the 24 7 thing at the casino
3: this is a hardcore it's it
8: is hardcore it's
3: huge it's very glam have you noticed the fashion in all the stores (laughs) because i want to say this because we're at a hard rock okay usually in a casino they have fashion And they're like horrendous Italian men shirts that you're like, who wears that? (laughs) But you see shirts here, you're like, oh, like Lenny Kravitz wears that. Yeah, you buy them. That's right. There's so much swag here. Yeah. And I know this. I'm not gonna out the guy. Maybe I'll do it off the air. Because I might joke about it in my stand-up act. That's oh. why I don't want to out him now. You're always thinking. Because he might be wearing it. Somebody here who's a pretty prominent person oh. is absolutely wearing a jacket they bought in the lobby. Stop! They it. either well they either A lost their luggage or B were just like that's a cool jacket. But the You've point got is You've gotta tell me who this is. I, it. Well, is it sparkly? No, no. It's 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 pretty it's it's not so obnoxious. Tom Shaloo. No, it's not Shaloo. Shaloo actually looks presentable. Like <laughs> Shalou looks like the guy I call if I get a DUI, you know what I mean, who comes down and (laughs) vouches for me. And he would
8: totally do it, and then he would, like, sing.
3: Yeah, no, he would. He'd do, like, the the quartet thing, and he'd get him some harmony, and I would just run for it and skip bail, and it'd be great. But no, there's. I, I've seen other people wearing what I clearly believe are casino attire, wow. and I respect that, JD.
8: You need to take a picture and show me later.
3: All right, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I won't say it out loud, but you, the listener, I will take a picture at some point and get it to the Fox Across America Facebook page. If I can find this gentleman, that's yeah. my campaign promise. Will
8: he be okay with that? Yeah, I outing him.
3: I, listen, he looks good. It it's does. a nice
7: jacket. Okay. I
3: mean, I'm only bringing it up because if, now that he has it, I can't buy it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Beat me to the punch. I can't wear white to the wedding, Janice True. That's true. You've, you've said yes to every one of my bad impulses. I need you to say no this You're time. You're right. I am,
8: I'm, I'm not good that way.
3: Janice Dean, what's in store the rest of the way?
8: Oh, my goodness. Raymond Arroyo.
3: He's in store the rest of the way. Is Ray- he,
8: and he's coming up too, yes. right?
3: We're 30 seconds from a break, so don't come on yet. They need more Raymond than that, Raymond. Don't think you're getting out of this. With a, I'm kidding.
8: 30 seconds to break.
3: Yes. Um,
8: the weather is nice.
3: It is gorgeous. It is? Isn't it, though?
8: It's like 50 inches of snow in Buffalo right
3: now. Yeah, so when you're doing weather, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's national, it's all over the place, you're on Fox News, don't you on some level, I always wanted to ask you about this, because the weather here, if you're doing Florida weather, you're doing Florida weather. Absolutely. It's pretty straightforward. Right. Do you feel like your job is more challenging because you have to do everything, or do you think like it's less challenging because you're not so one note? Because in Florida, it's like, ah, it's sunny. It might Mm. rain for a minute, and it'll be sunny again. I
8: enjoy doing the whole weather uh, of the nation. but. I have to say, if you're a local forecaster, you've got a lot of pressure on yes, you. Yes. Because you know what? Like, at least There's I have. forecast. Exactly. You're Here's the nation. I'm going to get something <laughs> right. There's 48 states. One of them is going to be right.
3: <sighs> it's actually easier to be the weatherman that's singing, we are the world. <laughs> Janice Dean, you are the world. Aw, Jimmy. I'm going to get emotional. You're the best. We're going to a break.
8: There's 50 states, by the way. I should know that.
3: <laughs> I'm getting better. We're going to a break, otherwise known as a lobby bar, uh, but we will be back shortly. <laughs> Are we
8: going drinking?
3: You heard it here from... Bartender! ...on the big bad one and only Fox Across America.
2: Live from everywhere USA, it's Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Oh, you bet it is. And the cable news zoo is back in business. Hour number three of Fox Across America with Jimmy Fala, And we have found another star attraction here at the zoo. One half of the dynamic duo on the Ingram angle. The lovely and talented. Internationally renowned Raymond Arroyo. Oh. The set. When
10: you said lovely and talented, they expected Ingram. But
3: okay, <laughs> I'll do it. And
10: as a member of the zoo, what trick shall I do for you today, Jimmy, well, in our little zoo? Well,
3: during the break, you were balancing the inflatable ball on your nose like a seal, which I thought was hot. Thank you.
10: Well, I do that at SeaWorld on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, what are you doing next? You were telling me you have okay, a let's duty here, right?
3: Everybody here, you know, we have our schedule. Yes. You're doing your TV. You're doing your radio. Raymond is on his way to a jam-packed book. Book signing. Right. Okay, and while he's signing books, I'm doing something called the red carpet.
10: Oh, the red
3: carpet. Now, the, when I said it, that to Raymond, <laughs> and he's about to explain it to me because I don't know what that means, Uh-oh. in my head I thought the red carpet. Like, like the Oscars. Like, yeah, now the, tell me what did I get well, myself. Well, into? you're
10: imagining you're going to get a beautiful red carpet with paparazzi and yeah, yeah. look this way, Jimmy, Jimmy. No. This is a kind of, well, it's kind of a fox and overly friendly mall and grope session with you it'll be a lot of fun though you'll enjoy it it's just it's a little more uh it's heavy hands-on. contact than you might have imagined <laughs> it's a
3: it's a heavy petting zoo
10: yeah oh, there it is it's the petting zoo at the Fox Patriot Awards yes wow that's exactly what it is they actually interact uh-huh. with the radio host so
3: I, yeah try to keep your no, I Bubble I, zone. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not the concern. I, it's the fans. I've been groped a lot already. Like, I'm not <laughs> kidding. My right butt cheek, Raymond, I can't sit down. If you've noticed, I'm leaning to the I left. did notice you were listening yeah, on the that the champ's a little roughed up over here. Well. But we have a fabulous turnout. We're at the Patriot Awards. Raymond Arroyo is here. A couple quick news things, but we'll yeah. have fun with him. Okay. Uh, Pelosi's stepping down. So she's just going to be in the background now, like you know. We is had... someone helping her to yeah. step down, or is she actually doing it on her own? Agency, Jimmy. They might be getting a true crime series on Fox Nation between the driving and the other crazy story. Nancy is Grace, Grace, Grace present with the Pelosi's. Is that what's going on here, Raymond? Talk to me.
10: Well, perhaps when I heard she was stepping down, first of all, she's not really stepping down, Jimmy. Yeah. This would be like you know uh, Biden stepping down, but he's going to be there. <laughs> I mean, an emeritus speaker. I've never heard of an emeritus speaker when it <laughs> changes parties. Hope. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's like Pope number 2. Uh, We've got that, but the other one shuts up. <laughs> I don't think that's what you're going to get from Pelosi. You know what the truth is? Uh-huh. They don't have the brains or the political acumen and power of Nancy Pelosi in that party or, frankly, in the Republican Party.
3: So, yeah. so
10: it's good to keep her around. She's, it's like keeping Lucretia Borgia around <laughs> to tell you where to pour the poison and how to <laughs> how, how
3: deep to stab the knife. She knows what she's doing. She does know. Raymond Arroyo is here breaking it down like nobody can. And essentially, I think this is a win-win for the party because, as you said, she gets, uh, they get her brains, and she still gets access to the hot stock tips.
10: <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and the full-time security for her. <laughs>
3: Yeah, forget clearly. paul she's sharing the wealth on the security yeah. if we're being honest
10: paul let, let paul be paul paul's okay <laughs> stay close to me <laughs> boy stay here
3: he's crushing Too so much. let me ask you a question okay. really quick what to make i've got two minutes with you yes what to make of the fact that nbc fired a reporter for reporting a story that ran counter to the narrative
10: i don't understand it because i i just read a story this morning the local nbc affiliate ended up confirming all of the sources that that reporter had reported weeks ago and they said this doesn't meet the network standard. Oh. A, what is your standard? And B, lay out exactly what he did wrong and what you'd like to correct as a news agency. Yes. They've never done that, and I doubt if they will.
3: Thank you, Raymond Arroyo, and I agree with you. The reporting on this Paul Pelosi story Weird. has been like his driving all over the road. <laughs> all over the road, Raymond Arroyo. you got a designated DD. Oh, the fans are filing back in, so that means the zoo is back over. Yes,
10: I think the zoo is over. There's a whole new patron's coming through. and <laughs>
3: Is, what exhibit
10: are we in, though? I think this is definitely Simeon's. Well, about, oh, look, a I'm, normal human has walked oh up. Sean gosh. Duffy is taking I'm, our picture. I'm about to That's to really on. scary. Hi, girls, good to see oh, you. Oh, you're coming up. I'm
3: about to go put on oh, some. Oh, he's the next animal yes, in the exhibit. And I see. He's coming up once I go to, I'm warming him up for you, one, Shawnee. Once I go to break and put on some padded Spanks <laughs> for the next round of groping. <laughs> oh, it's a good time in sunny South Florida. <laughs> Raymond Arroyo off to the book signing, standing room only. You're Thank the best. You, Jimmy. We'll you always have this. Thank you, my friend. Back after this
2: on Fox Across America. You're listening to the hottest show in the country. Our country is in serious trouble. This is Fox Across America with Jimmy Phelan.
3: it is fox across america with jimmy Fala, who is not nearly as fat as people think he is we're down here at the patriot Awards, some gorgeous frisky florida women hanging out outside the broadcast right now little handsy but we're not complaining i hope everyone got their money's worth nice to see you hi there we're live here at the Patriot Awards doing the show at the People's Zoo. People are petting us and feeding us, and we're having a glorious time. And we've got the Patriot Awards coming up tonight on Fox Nation. And right now, as I talk to you, the radio audience, I'm smiling at a series of cell phone cameras. Ma'am, you're taking a selfie. you got doing it wrong. I'm kidding. <laughs> big. It is a big Thursday on the show. I like that denim getup, by the way, too. We're talking fashion. So what's going on today is, you know, we always make fun of me on the show. We're like, God, Jimmy, you know, we can't stop eating. We got a lot of nice ladies that are like, hey, hold on a second. What did you say? You actually said you go, I thought you were fatter. <laughs> Dying. <laughs> and I always get that. Whenever we travel, people are like, oh, you look better in person than you do on TV, which is like, all right, good, a compliment. But then you're like, oh, dude, what's going on on TV? You know what I'm saying? Hey, girl, a lot happening right now. If you guys are listening to the radio, you're not at the broadcast, I'm in an actual fishbowl. Okay, you people who have ridden along with me when the show started on 27 stations at all hours of the night, uh, there's something different going on now, obviously. Uh, you know, it's wild to say, oh, look at this. Wow. And uh, the way the Patriot Awards works is we're all doing our show uh, at a media center that's open to the people who have bought tickets to the award show. So I am essentially like a little fish. Like I'm swimming into that little pirate ship they have sunken at the bottom you know, swimming in between the fish pellets and all of that stuff. And people could just walk by, and they're just watching us swim back and forth. And right now in this moment, uh, it has gotten a little crowded outside the fishbowl. We have more of my Fox super friends coming up soon. Hey, girl. And uh, we're going to continue to talk news and politics and events of the day. And uh, things are going to happen. But right now, i got to play some more sound because we're having a grown-up talk. Okay, Mitch McConnell weighed in on a Trump run, tried to be political about it. i got to tell you, man. As somebody who says, you know, we got to hold people accountable and we want leaders in Washington that work for us, there's not a single fiber in my being that's excited about, you better, that's excited about the fact that Mitch McConnell got another term as Senate leader, okay, and minority leader. I, to be honest with you, I think the election happened way too fast for the leadership positions, and I think the reason it happened way too fast is because the people in a position to hold power wanted it. So what did they do? They held and got while the getting was good.
2: He knows what he's talking about.
3: But the big thing is, okay, McConnell trying to be a little apolitical when it comes to Trump saying, I'm going to stay out of it. But make no mistake about it, okay, when it comes to politicians like Mitch McConnell, where everything is so focused, focus grouped, strategized, calibrated, uh, it's not what they say. It's what they don't say. So let me give you the Mitch McConnell clip. And then I'll pull out my politics to English dictionary and tell you what's going on with
2: cocaine, Mitch. Clip six. The way I'm going to go into this presidential primary season is to stay out of it. I don't have uh, a dog in that fight. I think it's going to be a highly contested uh, nomination fight with other candidates entering. And it's all going to be quite good for you all to cover.
0: Get him out of here. Get him out. Okay. Okay. And
3: he is essentially saying in that moment, you understand, oh, I don't have a dog in that fight. Make no mistake about it. He does, okay? McConnell, as you know, hates Trump, okay? And why does he hate Trump? Cause Trump's not his guy. Trump's not establishment. Trump's not going to follow orders. He's not going to run the play you send into the huddle. He's going to call an audible, you know, like Peyton Manning, Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. It's the best thing about Trump, but it's also the thing that's going to make this so complicated. And I'm trying to buckle you kids up. You know, we've had a lot of talks. We're not doing it today with all the calls because I'm at a live event with 8 million people groping me. Uh, And they're groping. I mean, these women, they look old, but they got strong hands. They got a wow. But (laughs) the point is, you know, it's going to be a rocky road between here and the actual nomination because there are so many factors in play. Okay. And another factor we have to get into is, you know, this is not nothing. Okay, but the Justice Department has it out for Trump. Okay, and one of the things everybody's claiming in the media is like, oh, Trump's only running because, you know, he's going to get indicted, and if he runs, he wants the indictment to look political, so he's putting the screws to the Justice Department before they put them to them. I don't believe that that's true. But here is the media again trying to create more storm around Trump, trying to create more unrest in the party. Clip 10.
0: Zero impact. It's hard to think of something more legally irrelevant than that. I mean, I think running from president will protect Donald Trump from criminal charges just about as much as drinking bleach is going to protect you or me from COVID. Um, You know, I happen to be in England right now. And, you know, there obviously there are here. There are kings in the United States. There are not. Um, The whole principle of the founders is no one is above the law. There's no full sovereign immunity.
9: That was absolutely dreadful.
0: Just shut up. But here's the thing.
3: When you talk about what that MSNBC idiot just said, that was Neil Cattell, okay? What did he say? Oh, you know, it's not going to protect him just like drinking bleach. Yo, Trump never said drink bleach. And this is the biggest problem the media had the first time around, is they're in such a rush to mischaracterize what Trump says. Because Trump doesn't always make perfect comments, but the media tries to make them worse than they were in an effort to kind of control the narrative. Oh, this guy said you got to drink bleach. No, he didn't. But because they report it that way, half the country thinks he said drink bleach. Half the country thinks this isn't safe. You can't have the guy out there. People's emotions are their facts. And when you see him start mentioning indictments and drinking bleach and everything in between that's what he's trying to do he's trying to make people react emotionally to potential news not news we don't know that he's going to get indicted we know that he's being investigated we know that they raided mar-a-lago but from what we see so far it's a scam okay they haven't shown us have we gotten any real evidence as to what they're? The answer would be no no okay and when it comes to the whole drink bleach it is a distortion of his comments again they're not perfect comments but the point i've been trying to make for two weeks on this show Okay, whether I'm hosting it or calling into it as a guest, because I've had a crazy, a crazy travel schedule. But the point I've been trying to make in between these appearances on my own little show that I'm honored to host is that we're going through like an awkward phase. Okay, do you remember like when you were in like eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, if you've looked at old pictures of yourself and you're kind of like rounding into shape? like the one thing i resent about my child like the absolute best thing about being me is lincoln's Lincoln like it fails the only thing you know, thing i care about you know radio's great it's nice to be here with all these fans and stuff but obviously for me you know like lincoln is the whole thing and jenny's in there somewhere you know fifth or sixth there's a dog there's an xbox i'm kidding jenny i love you for listening but the point is okay i'm watching a kid who's in eighth grade go through that process you know i resent it when it comes to my kid, because he actually is. He's damn handsome. He looks good. My eighth grade into ninth grade, I looked like an attraction at a roadside circus. Okay? My skin went to hell. My face was fat. I had a bad haircut. My son looks good. But the point is, our politics right now look like I did in eighth grade and ninth grade. Okay? The voice is cracking. The face is changing. (laughs) The skin ain't the best. Hi, ladies. Hi. And uh, it's a real awkward moment uh, in our politics where even a guy like McConnell, who's somehow going to stick around despite Republicans not taking back the Senate, despite him not investing in key races, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy, but you're getting a new cast. You know, I likened it earlier to this to like you watch The Crown on Netflix. You know, there's a woman playing the Queen of England, but then the season ends and it's two years before The Crown is back on TV. Next thing you know. You turn the crown on, it's a new woman playing the queen. That's what we're watching right now, okay? We're about to have a new woman playing the queen. Uh, but somehow we still have the same old guy playing the Senate minority leader, and that's Mitch McConnell. And I don't consider that a good thing, okay? I don't. And the biggest challenge right now for all of us, whether you're Republican, you're a Democrat, or you're the people, you know, trying to work through this, is... As we progress through the awkward phase, the political puberty is what I would call it. We're all going through, it's a weird form of national political puberty. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> but as we go through it, man, you got to be willing, when we get the back to the phones, okay, once I'm done with this fishbowl routine today, you got to be willing to disagree. you got to be willing to call in, fight it out, tell me I'm a lunatic. But you've got to also be willing to realize that if I'm saying something I, that you disagree with, I'm not saying it to, like, troll you. I'm saying it in good faith. I'm bargaining with you in good faith. I give this thing a lot of thought. You know, and there's nothing I've thought about more than the border. Why do I bring up the border a lot? Because fentanyl is the leading cause of adult death in this country. Because kids are dying when they engage in recreational drug use now. We're not talking about junkies. We're not talking about problem drug use. We're talking about kids who take their first Adderall and never live to take a second. So I'm always concerned about the border. And I tell you all the time, there is a dereliction of duty at our southern border that's getting people killed. Well, yesterday, Kat Kamek, my homegirl from down here in the state of Florida, is on Capitol Hill, and she is, uh, you know, interviewing, questioning Secretary Mayorkas, who you know, with a straight face, with a straight face, has been telling anybody that will listen that the border is closed. That is a fact-check false. Two million people have come into the country... 2 million, okay? We've got a few hundred thousand known gotaways. And Maiorcas gets in front of any news camera he can find. And he can go, Oh, no, the border's secure. You understand? It's secure. <laughs> Not even close. And here's Kat Kamek taking the fight to Maiorcas on an issue everybody should be concerned with. This is a one-minute clip. I don't play a lot of one-minute sound clips, but I'm going to play one here because you've got to hear the exchange between Kat Kamek, who, again, is a human happy hour. When she comes on the show... I like think we're telling jokes. We're making fun of each other. What was your first car? Silly stuff. You know, real get-to-know-you stuff. But right now, she's getting to know my Orcas, and it ain't going well. Listen to it. It's clip 24.
4: How many may, have been released into the United States?
3: Congresswoman, if I may, because you are mistaken, factually mistaken.
4: So your data is incorrect.
3: No. No, you are um, you are
9: misunderstanding our data. No. If I...
4: Okay, I'm going to reclaim my time, because based on the information from your website, from your website, from your department, officially there have been, of all those encounters, 1.4 million, and that's a conservative number. Today, in fiscal year 22, you have now released over 1.4 million illegals into the United States. And my question to you now is, can you guarantee that none of those people have criminal records?
0: This enforcement work is not fun, Congresswoman. This is a noble profession in which people risk their lives to conduct it. And you know that very well. All
4: the righteous indignation. Here we go. Just to clarify, as a final question, you, with all of this data that has been presented based on your own department's releases, you still believe that the border is secure?
0: Uh, Congresswoman, uh, we remain committed to enhancing the security of our border every single day.
4: That's not an answer.
3: You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Did you hear that? And good on Kamek, the righteous indignation. You know, what does he say? We rem- is the border secure? We remain committed to enhancing the security of our border every single day. What is he really saying? The answer to the question of, is the border secure?
4: The answer would be no.
3: Not even a little. Not even kind of. When was the last time your house was so secure that two million people got into the country, Orcas? Seriously. Embarrassing stuff is what it is.
0: Get him out of here. Get him out.
2: It's America's Life Coach. Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon.
3: Wow. If ever the Patriot Awards had a theme song, it is Touch Me by the Doors. It's a very handsy crowd, and we love it. It's a lot of groping and grabbing, and we're having a great time with some fabulous people down here at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino in Hollywood, Florida. It's Fox Across America with your main man, Jimmy Fallon. We've got a lot going on. They're keeping me busy today. They're trying to keep me out of this casino. Hey, girl, I see you over there. I see what's going on. We're doing radio in a fishbowl. I swim back and forth. They come by, pour a little food into the bowl. Not, a little, not too much, you know what I mean? Uh, but here we are. We're taking selfies. We're talking smack. The Duffies are coming up. Sean and Rachel Campos Duffy. They have nine babies. They could be on Hoarders instead of Fox News. They could be on Hoarders. I mean, who has nine babies or something? Uh, but we love them. Uh, not as much as Costco loves them, but we love them. And they're going to be coming up, too. We've had a lot of our Fox friends on the show today. And uh, it has been a fascinating time. And one of the conversations we've been having is about the political... Growth spurt we're going through as a country, and I've been playing a lot of sound when I haven't been interviewing guests about the Patriot Awards. I've been trying my damnness to have a normal radio conversation with you, the listener. Well, here's a little bit more of that conversation. And I wanted to play a couple of more clips while I got you here. Um, listen to this one, okay? So we have this moment, you know, where Trump throws the relaunch party down at Mar-a-Lago. They fill up the room. Everybody's excited, and what is one of the biggest things they're excited about? It's Trump saying, "Hey." This border's a mess. We actually have to secure it, you know, like I did last time with building a wall and everything in between, and gets, like, a huge reaction. Like, people go crazy. Like, ah, wall, You know, the wall was the closer. You know what I'm saying? If you were going to see Trump in concert, you know, that was the the big jam, you know? If you went to see Elvis, you know, people wanted to hear Suspicious Minds. You know, if you go to see Trump, people want to hear Build a Wall. You know, it's a big part of it. Okay, and Biden has made a better case for building that wall than Trump ever could. Because they've just left the border wide open. And as America is like, hey, we got to shut the border. We've got to make people come legally. Chuck Schumer is talking about them coming legally in a way that will incentivize more illegal immigration. What he's talking about is amnesty for 11 million immigrants. i got to be honest. When you hear this, you get in trouble. You're not supposed to say the great replacement theory, which is the political idea that Democrats are trying to phase out, you know, a lot of white voters and replace them with minorities that depend on the government for more money. Like that's the allegation. That's not my theory. That's kind of the conversation that is considered controversial and a big no-no. And I bring that up. Why? Because if we're going to converse as friends, uh, we're going to converse honestly. And everybody says, oh, how dare you say the Democrats are trying to give like illegal immigrants voting rights by making them legal and change the electorate in that regard. Well, here's Chuck Schumer outlining that plan word for word. Clip 18 immigrants make us stronger now more than ever. Now more than ever. We're short of workers. Uh, We have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them. Because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. So you hear that. And what is he basically saying, man, is the message to other people, okay? It's not stay home. The message is... Get here now. Okay, they're letting people in. I always say this. Biden, Schumer, the Democrats, they've turned America into the college bar that's not checking ID. Okay, when you were young and you didn't have ID to get into a bar, if you heard there was one that didn't check and would just let people in, everybody showed up. That was your option. Okay, that's what they're doing with America now. Okay, is they're turning it into the college bar that's not checking ID by basically saying to people, like, hey, you know, come on down now. We're giving away amnesty. We're going to let you vote someday. Here's a stimulus check. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And what are people doing? They're not staying home. They're coming. Okay? And you're damn right they are. It's the greatest country in the world. If you live here, you hit the lottery. So these folks are basically hustling up here. But you understand when they do that, it's a perilous journey. They get killed. They get trafficked. They get smuggled. Okay? And, of course, the border gets exploited along the way. We need people in Washington Not who say, yeah, come on down, here's amnesty, let them all in, no person is illegal. No, wait, what? I have compassion for these people. But the law is still the law, and plenty of people are illegal if they happen to be breaking it.
2: What can I tell you, kid? You're right. You're right, you're right. You're right. A show so good, it's hard to describe.
3: It's not a matter of, it's a matter of, you just, oh, in the club, I mean, um, as, as and, uh, you know. It's
2: Fox Across America with Jimmy Taylor. You know, so,
3: uh...
10: Takes up so much crap, the country's worried. He's lying like it's going out of style.
3: You can't hide Joe Biden's lies for a while. across America with Jimmy Fala, And yes, if there's been one common thread to the Biden presidency, it's that the guy in charge is completely full of <laughs> something happened today. I had to talk about it on Fox and Friends this morning. I'm down at the Patriot Awards. If you just tune in, you're like, why is it so loud and rowdy by Jimmy? Why is my radio buddy sound so out of sorts? It's cuz I'm getting groped and grabbed and people are taking selfies and they're wonderful people. But Twitter, Twitter fact-checked Elizabeth Warren for her claims about student loan forgiveness today. And i got to be honest, it was nice to see Elizabeth Warren get fact-checked besides something besides a DNA test. Oh, thanks, girlfriend. People are telling me I'm funny. I love your tie, sir. But Elizabeth Warren got fact-checked by Twitter, of course, because she tweeted, let me be clear, the president absolutely has the authority to forgive and waive all student loan debt.
0: That is a fact-check false. No, he
3: doesn't. In fact, the minute he announced it, eight different lawsuits were launched, and there's going to be about another 80 okay, were this thing to go all the way through. And I make this point, and we played Biden Lies, which is one of the number one requested songs of our band on the road. I make this point because anytime a Democrat says, let me be clear, the next thing they're about to say is a lie.
2: Correct the mundo.
3: Let me be clear. If you like your doctor, You can keep your doctor.
2: I don't see you doing any better in the booty department. You know,
3: let me be clear. It is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Mm. I mean, think about that. Let me be clear. The border's closed. Biden sucks. Does he ever? You know, we've been having a little... I said this yesterday, Paul Gleiser was guest hosting. I said I've kind of turned the show, maybe not on the air, but certainly on social media, the people messaging me on Twitter... I've turned the show into like an Irish drinking family where we're fighting about politics and yelling and screaming about this Trump thing. And, you know, I've been pretty upfront about the fact that whoever the Republican nominee is, oh, my gosh, they have my support. But my job is not to figure out, you know, who it is, my, meaning my job is I'm not an activist. I'm a talk show host. But the one thing everybody has to keep in mind and be mindful of is the Democrats have screwed this country on a historic level, like a historic level, like they're doing, you know, they're screwing this country in ways you wouldn't see on Pornhub. Okay, this is a bad situation. Can I say that on the air? I don't know. It's too late. We're live. Yeah, you can because you're in Florida. You can say anything. Thanks, girlfriend. This is the best crowd ever. They're like, say anything, Jimmy. You're live. But the point is they've screwed the country to the moon and back. And at this point, okay, it's pretty much anybody you put through with the right message could take this thing. But, you know, we need to get the rest of the country into that lens you're seeing the world through. Like what happened in the midterms, this is worth pointing out, okay, is the Democrats went into that with a historically bad trajectory. Talking about crime, talking about the border, talking about the economy, talking about fuel prices, talking about a baby formula shortage. What you talking about? Will- Willis. You know what I'm saying? Different strokes. The point is they went into this in bad terrain, but they got out of this with a better result than, they, than anyone thought was coming, including them. And one of the reasons why is people's eyes weren't really open. It was bad messaging by the Republicans in that regard. So the go forward on this really has to be a way to make sure this conversation is substance, 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 substance. Do you remember watching Rocky? Where there's the scene where Mickey's yelling, the body, the body, the body. Okay, the economy is the body. Okay, the body, the body, the body for the Republicans from here on in body shots baby body shots the you want to win the body you know gas prices the body diesel prices diesel prices are 50 percent higher than they were this time last year think about that diesel prices
4: biden is such a disaster
3: the body that's the stuff you stay on crime oh my gosh they recalled larry krasner in pennsylvania today and they should recall larry krasner because he's a garbage human being Larry Krasner keeps yelling and screaming like, oh, it's a Republican witch hunt. They don't have any data. 475 people have been murdered in Philadelphia this year. 475, dude. The only people they trail are the people, sadly, in Chicago. What do these two cities have in common? They're run by Democrats. Okay, the Democrats are getting people killed. Whether we're talking about the border, whether we're talking about the inner city streets, it's a bad time to be if you live in their cities. And once people learn that... You are going to see a change in this conversation if Republicans do the Rocky thing, the body, the body, the body. Joining me now on the show, it's the Patriot Awards. You never know who's going to sit in. Okay, as a cable news superhunk. You don't even need your, oh, you need your mic, though. Okay. You talk about the body. Okay. <laughs> this next guest. I mean, i got wow. to be honest with you. I'm turned on. I don't even know how I'm going to focus. He is one half of the dynamic duo known as the Traveling Duffies. Uh, Sean Duffy, in the house, looking good. Listen,
5: you know what? I, I've got my, my tuxedo on. You, you're you like the rhinestone... I am. Uh, I said the rhinestone cowboy, and you yeah. said the rhinestone what?
3: Oh, it's not. You can't sing rhinestone cowboy anymore. It's a rhinestone cow they.
5: They, them. You can't assume the right.
3: cowboy's gender. That's it's right. a rhinestone cow them, around. rhinestone cow they. Nice to see you.
5: It's good to see you, too. So just you know, I was supposed to be here with uh, my wife, Rachel. She uh-huh. is doing hair and makeup in rollers, and said, tell Jimmy oh Jimmy gets I'm going to be right there. But Jimmy then, gets it. But then I was like, The show ends pretty soon. you got to get over here quick.
3: I don't know that it's going to work. If it does, fine. But you know what? Nobody feels cheated by a Sean Duffy appearance. You know what I mean?
5: Well, I don't know about that because as I walk around the Patriot Awards here, Jimmy, I always have everyone go, hey, Sean. Where's Rachel? <laughs>
3: hey, I
5: love you, but I love Rachel. I'm like, uh, I'm very pro Rachel.
3: But Sean Duffy is here in his Patriot Award garb attire to answer the question of who's going to be the next James Bond. Apparently, it's you. It's me. Well, right. <laughs> Double O Duffy is Double in the Duffy. house right now, and ladies Double and o gentlemen. Duffy,
5: right? Look at the swag. Thank you. Yes, on Sean Duffy, and the crowd goes wild. You guys are all in favor very, of
3: very handsome Double O Duffy. Do you know, by the way, if you watch, go back and watch the old James Bond movies? You realize now as an adult how much he was drinking during those movies? I think he it, drank the whole It's movie. actually point double oh seven. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's always like a martini, so it's always a casino. Like no there was never a, no superhero
5: had more personal issues than James Bond when you think about it. Wasn't it great? Yeah, it was right, great. When when men could drink, yes. and smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. and and you know, Gamble. Yeah. No, me, right? s- gamble, yeah, you could s- sleep with a Russian spy, yes. play a little
3: blackjack, drink three you martinis, that still have time to save the world. Right, exactly. That's well, the thing, Sean Duffy. You can't even go
5: to Russia anymore. You know, right? back, he can't even go.
3: Exactly. But you can complement a Russian's biceps. So I wanted to bring this up. You know, there's this wacky video out there right now of Joe Biden seeing a Russian guy yesterday and he's like, Look at that guy's arms. He's got some arms, he's got some biceps. It's weird, it's awkward.
5: Kind of like yours. Hey,
3: right? like, hey Jimmy, you feel like better me. shape. You know a woman just, just said to me, she goes, I thought you were a lot fatter. Because <laughs> they see me on Gutfeld on a low shot and it shoots right. your face from underneath. And I'm not telling you, I got a swimsuit calendar coming but out anytime do. soon. But you do. But I wear a nice collared shirt pretty well. So stick with me. I do have this belief now, because we all make analogies about Biden. But in watching that video where he just goes up to a random stranger and compliments his biceps, you've been to the gym clearly. We all know that old man at the gym who walks around the locker room naked making small talk. Are
5: we now being governed
3: by the old man at the gym?
5: Can I tell you this? I'm not going to tell you the name, but there was an old guy in the house gym in Congress. Yeah. That would walk around and grab you and talk to you while yes, he gosh. was naked. <laughs> I swear to God, and we were like, this. And then we'd all talk about it, and they're like, this is really weird. Yes! Like, like put a he's, towel on, and you've got to, like, focus on his eyes or the top of his head because it was from that really th- uncomfortable. He's
3: from that old era of the, manhood that you remember where they did. Like, these, the guys above a certain age, just anywhere they go, they go naked. Right. And, I mean, to brighten credit, he has clothes on, you know, because they're dressing him and stuff. But the conversation <laughs> he's dressing, making about random up. biceps is old man at the gym stuff.
5: Well, you know, at least he's complimenting men on biceps, not sniffing little girls' hair and, <laughs> and
3: massaging their shoulders. Right? I mean, I'm going to take that every well, day of the week Well, that's why he likes the biceps so much is because you can hold the little girls in place <laughs> if you have those big biceps. I mean, folks, what a time to be alive. We're at what the a... Patriot Awards. We've got a gorgeous, well-dressed crowd here. You guys should take a You're bow. You're beautiful. You're very beautiful. Um, how handsome is Sean Duffy? Can well, okay. I get a round of applause? He's can, very handsome. Can
5: I ask you guys, do you guys like Jimmy Fallon's rhinestone cowboy uh, uh, garb here? Yeah, you do. Like, he, you, this, you
3: can't hear We're getting a lot of thumbs here, up.
5: He just came back from Texas. He did some show in Texas, and now he's got his... his uh, he has cowboy boots on. He's got his country western shirt. I, I'm like, does he have a Stetson coming out somewhere?
3: No. Basically, I look like a children's magician who shouldn't be allowed around children. It's not true. You look really good. Oh, Sean Duffy always building in, me up, but this turquoise, guy over here the turquoise his The
5: turquoise flowers on the shirt is really bold. Should I just
3: wear this to the show? You I wasn't going to. Because I have some other – t- b- it's almost toned down, but it's classy. It's slick. <laughs> but I like, don't know. No do, you torn. Like a, do you
5: have like a red or green jacket you're going to put on? I'm not like going to do that.
3: One? What I'm going to wear, what I have like between me and you guys in here, this. I have a Surprise. white – it's the Patriot Awards. I have a white textured camouflage jacket.
5: Oh, It's nice. white,
3: but it's camouflage. Really? And then I have a green camouflage oh. T-shirt under it and some platform boots. It's oh, pla- and platform but I, boots. But I just Yeah, no, no, no. Like, oh, like no. dock platforms, white ones, <laughs> big ones. They're do- it's next level.
5: Like yes. uh, like Elvis esque platforms yeah almost. Yeah, get, Jim, you know what I'm saying? Listen, you want to stun. By the way, I was watching. Uh, I don't know how much time we have left, but I was watching okay. uh, Fox and Friends this morning, and I was on before Jimmy Fallon because I'm a I'm a lower level than Jimmy. Stop it. And they, and they teased Jimmy this morning, but they had him walking through the casino, and he was kind of strutting, in the lights yeah, yeah, yeah. on him. And he had his, like, fingers up in the air waving him. And uh, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I thought he might do a little dance as, on his way in. Well, like, he just got done drinking and gambling, and he was on the yeah. way to the, to the show. Well, that's clearly great. what
3: I was doing. So to my final point, I am on Fox & Friends first tomorrow at 4.20 in the morning. Oh, good gravy. As far as I'm concerned. You're not going to bed. Once I get the body there, my work is done. We're I not- owe them nothing beyond being there physically, uh, I don't think
5: you're going to go to bed. No, there's
3: no chance no. of going to bed. You no. stand up all night. I'm not safe getting to my room with all these crazy, frisky Florida women. I, <laughs> got, I actually have to check <laughs> into another hotel. This has been a wild time, Sean. Well, Duffy. I was—I'm
5: doing Laura Ingram tonight after the Patriot Awards. I'm like, is, there, is there like a maximum of three or four drinks before I come and do the show? No. no not is,
3: tonight? You're at the Patriot Awards. They know exactly what all, they're getting. You it's know, all, what we're, I'm we're saying? all in, right? You know the old "When in Rome, throw they, on the towel." I'm looking toga. out here; they're
5: already drinking beer here. These, it's Florida. They start early. It's Florida. For, That's Floridians
3: right. live by the motto: "It's 6 a.m. somewhere." Okay, and they have found their groove.
5: I thought it was like 4 p.m. somewhere for them. It's not like for Florida.
3: Three. They're not messing around. They're going hard. This is a stampeding herd of humanity. <laughs> and it is over, at least on the radio side. I'm going to the red carpet, Sean Duffy.
5: I'm going to go with you, it was Jimmy. It's nice to see you. I you can't wait to see your outfit. Out, out
3: Folks, if you don't have Fox Nation, get it fast. You'll watch me tell jokes tonight. You'll watch Sean Duffy break a lot of hearts on that <laughs> stage. I 007 close with that with Jimmy looking FL. good. This is
5: great. Close with the show.
3: The show is over, though. But be a Republican, be a Democrat. Just don't be a
5: be an American.
7: There you go. <laughs>